0: Thank you for riding on Nerd Thug Radio. You must be 42 inches in order to ride this ride. Please fasten your safety belts. Pull your chest restraints down until they lock. Keep hands and feet inside the roller coaster at all times. And once again, thank you for choosing Nerd Thug Radio.
1: Savage, and you're listening to Nerd Thug Radio on IRLonestar.com. Put the mom in radio.
2: All right, welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. If you were hearing that music just now and you know what that means, you're cooler than everyone else in the room.
3: It's it's factual.
4: That's right. This is the
2: New World Order, it's the DLG takeover of Nerd Thug Radio. So we're on IRLonestar.com. You're hearing us broadcast live from the heart of Montgomery County, soon to be 104.5 and 106.1 Sisters Sister Stations. stations. Um, currently, though, you can find us on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram, sort of. On uh, Twitter and Facebook, obviously, it's Nerd Thug Radio On Instagram, the unofficial official Instagram is joey.savage15.
3: And if you've been listening to the show for long enough, you realize that there's a very familiar voice missing.
2: Yes, Uh, and thankfully, it's the captain, Joey Savage. You're talking Corey DLG. (laughs) The um, the
3: stand-in savage, uh, Nico. That's
2: right. Uh, Substitute (laughs) savage, Nico. And then bringing bringing it to a DLG takeover here. We return with, I mean, I've got three great options here. Which one do you want to be tonight? Uh, No, we're not going to make her stick with those horrible nicknames from last week. The return of Victoria. And then we also have a special guest with us tonight as well. That's right. The, the proud papa of the DLG clan. The, the source of the, of the DLGs, DLG clan. The source of DLG greatness.
1: <laughs> so that's either a good thing or a bad thing.
2: Right. <laughs> this is this is literally all his fault. <laughs> um, so just kind of wrap around that.
5: I don't assume any responsibility. <laughs> <something>. you, <laughs> you already signed yeah, the waiver. You already signed the waiver. Yeah, waivers solid.
2: have been signed. Everyone's locked in. <laughs> Everyone buckle up. It's going to get ugly. Uh, before we get too far into the show, I want to remind everybody, we are, we got a busy month. August is the month of Nerd Thug Radio. Uh this weekend here, you're going to find us at...
3: I had it written down, and then I lied, and I didn't bring my little <laughs> notepad with me today. You sound like Joey right now. I know. I, he's, he's always, he's always... I had, I had such great notes written down, and then there was nothing. <laughs> what if he never writes down any notes, and he's, <laughs> he's just... a lie. He's just, he's just Like the three us. times he actually showed us. <laughs>
2: Those were the only times he ever did it? Yeah. That's why he showed us, because yeah. he's so proud of him. So, this Saturday, we're going to be at Space Cadets Cadets... Space Cadets Collection Collection in honor of their civil war op event it's going to be the third event we're going to be playing there and then we're going to do a live broadcast afterwards you got to come see us you got to come hang out and play some hero clicks with us that's what we do that is us in our element so you're not doing anything august 13th it's during the day uh check the facebook page for the exact time but typically i think it starts around two come on in see us we're going to have a blast uh then after that It's uh, Reality of Wrestling's Summer of Champions. That's going to be August 20th. Summer of Champions 3, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. This is the third edition of Summer of Champions. Uh, This is Booker T's wrestling organization. We had the luxury, Joey and I, of going out and interviewing a lot of the wrestlers. We're going to start playing those clips throughout the next coming weeks to kind of pump you guys up for that because it was exciting. It was a lot of fun. We made a lot of cool uh, friends. Nerd Thug Radio can mess you up if we want now. We got muscle.
3: And yeah, now we got friends who have muscle.
2: Well, we we got muscle. Let's not let's, they're probably not our <laughs> friends. Um, they like us enough. They like us enough. And then that'll bring us all the way to August 27th when we're back at Space Cadets for the Space Cadets Collection Collection Con. Ooh, yes. So come see us come hang out with us. We'll That's be we'll be uh, there. signing stuff or I hopefully don't know, we can hopefully selling there. stuff. We're going to have a new shirt, we're going to try and get debuted there. Everyone get ready for that. And then after that, it'll be September 3rd. Which is the most important day in the history of the United States of America They signed the Declaration of Independence on September 3rd Um, The first Tyrannosaurus Rex led cavalry Conquered the Russians September 3rd (laughs) The Magna Carta was
4: signed The Magna Carta was
2: torn in half by Hulk Hogan on September 3rd King George cried uh, and most importantly, it's my birthday on September 3rd. <laughs> <laughs> One of those four Well, <laughs> Dad is, sounded
1: so excited. Oh. Uh,
2: oh. He, he, didn't know, he didn't know where that was going. He was like, I, none of those are... <laughs> what kind of moron is this kid? But uh, but yeah, so September 3rd is my birthday. We're planning some sort of nerd thug birthday event.
3: My, I didn't get an event, so this is...
2: Well, you're not right. invited. How come you... you the, awkward, <laughs> the awkward part is like, you know, you work here, but... That's I crazy. didn't. I didn't get a we'll birthday see, event. We'll see you around the water it. cooler, buddy. All right.
1: No, uh,
5: we have. We don't have anything locked it's a mini in yet. Fridge. Feel you, free to turn his microphone off anytime you want. To. So look, <laughs> I, I'm the one who can turn him off. Look,
1: you that's can't what
4: just, you can't just that's show up and start
2: saying. dispensing <laughs> brotherly justice.
4: That is not your.
5: That's not the gig. <laughs> I am head of the client, What can I say? Uh, that's true. Yeah, we can't say anything now.
2: Yeah, we got to wait for him to leave the room before we can say it. <laughs> um, that's the power of a microphone. But so that's where we're going to be. That's what we're going to be doing. In the meantime, everybody, how was y'all's week?
3: Really good. Yeah? I had a really solid week. Okay. I was so productive. Yeah, you was, actually did stuff. I was almost a productive member of society.
2: I know, no. and I. are you okay? No, you, I mean, I'm not okay. I mean, I'm sure it took at least a day to recover from yeah. all of that it effort. It took
5: two days. I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. almost dead. Oh, you still don't recover what you talking about. He's a little bit of a diva. <laughs> have you
2: noticed? Like, any, like yes. He does
3: something for a day. It takes him a day or two to be like,
1: right. oh, my stars. To unwind. Yeah. But I did stuff yesterday. Right. <laughs> guys.
2: I was
3: productive guys, yesterday. W- don't have to do anything today.
2: I <laughs> did everything yesterday, so yeah. today I can't do anything. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That's usually how it works. So what you went you went and you signed up for school, right? Signed up for school, applications, oh my gosh. got a meningitis shot, so I could die at any moment. You never know.
2: Uh, I mean, I'm crossing my fingers.
3: Yeah, okay. Thank you. Right. Call me when you get a, <laughs> a new uh, new producer when I'm dead.
2: Um. Listen, Dick did a really good job while you were gone. Oh, Don't... Oh don't act like that chair isn't hot
3: okay yeah but he he, he wants to go home any minute that's true <laughs> like, crazy hours here by the end of the show he was kind of looking at us like i'm i'm ready i'm ready finish up guys i'm I'm about to die over here
2: yeah. <laughs> he's been um for like 10 hours yeah like yeah he's here early he does the he did the mornings sh- right now the morning show's on hiatus till they go to radio again but at that point he was still doing the morning show then you know awful. plug it in playing and moving everything around and
3: we love you dick I hope you have better hours. <laughs> <laughs> Nico said he loves Dick. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I'm done guys. <laughs> hey
2: Nico, record that and play it back. <laughs> I will. <laughs> oh wait. Um Victoria, how was your week?
1: Not too bad. Not too bad. I had my first blind date.
2: Oh, that, that was interesting. Ooh.
1: Have you guys Have you ever been on a blind date?
2: Uh, I have been on several dates with a blind girl She didn't know (laughs) She didn't know we were on dates Uh, It turns out I was stalking her Oh Yeah the police were very clear about that They were like stop You can't go within 100 yards of her And I was like but I love her My name is Lionel Richie (laughs) (laughs) Hello Oh
4: my god Is
2: it me you're looking for
3: No
2: I can see it in your eyes which ironically in the video you couldn't because she was blind. <laughs> was... That made no sense. Blind yeah. or Richie. <laughs> Creepy. <laughs>
4: also
2: So how did the blind date go? Because I actually was at the house that night and you came home rather late.
1: I did come home rather
2: Suspicious. late. Suspicious.
1: Suspicious. Um no, it was fine. It was it was like a double date, so it wasn't like super so was weird like extra... wait,
2: so how many guys did you go on a date with?
1: Mm. Seven?
2: Just mm. kidding.
1: Uh no, just uh one, I think. One you think? One I think? No.
2: The best dates typically end with I think.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> but, um, no, it wasn't too bad. We, you know, had a couple of drinks. We shot, we did uh, darts. We shot what? We shot pool. Oh. Is pool. that the right verb for that? Uh, yeah, yeah. You shoot, shoot pool. pool. Okay, so we um, shot pool.
2: Yeah, you shot pool. You threw darts. You threw darts. Threw darts. You killed a man. Yeah. Those are all the proper verbiages of what with you did that night oh. on the date. Yes. yes, she Murder. hit him with
5: a pool stick, and then she threw the at him. Right. She
2: Turns did. out Murder. I'm
1: really bad at pool.
2: Murder was a case that they gave me.
5: That's
1: right. Yeah.
2: What, that was what, her what? way out. That was her way out? Murder? <laughs>
1: yeah. <She> was <laughs> like, I was like, "The state's going so bad. No, yeah. was it wasn't. Threw so, the at him. Okay, so uh, you're game. really bad at
2: pool. Uh, how bad?
1: Um, well, I had beginner's luck, right? We, we, we teamed up, won the first game, feeling good, lost 3 games after that.
3: Okay. All right. That's, okay. how,
2: that's how you do so it. pretty bad. Pretty bad.
1: Beginner's luck. Then went real south real quick.
3: Right. Well, yeah, it's beginners. You do it yeah. once and it's over.
2: Right. That, you're then, no longer a beginner. And then it was right.
1: like the opposite situation with darts. I did really bad. I did wor- the worst. Darts the first game, and then I totally crushed everybody the second game. Around.
3: So that was just hustling, right? So you were like, "Hey, I'm terrible," and then, you and then and dominated. Yeah, the
2: and then when game. you when you lost by like eighty points, you're like, "Maybe, we, maybe if there was some money on the line, I'd, I'd probably play a little bit better."
1: Right? It'd be what motivational.
3: Yeah, yeah. And then you won two hundred dollars that
1: night.
2: Right? Let's just play for like twenty bucks a point.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I
1: made okay, guys, money. you
2: owe me twenty
3: grand. Uh, I'll see right. you guys tomorrow. <laughs> That's right.
2: I do accept loans.
3: <laughs> I take credit.
1: I take credit card, Visa, what if PayPal. You a square,
2: <laughs> right there on the date, like the little square you put in your phone, and you're like, okay, well,
3: whenever you're ready.
1: <laughs> I have one. <laughs> she she she, done, <laughs>
3: she does have
1: one. Right. Right.
4: I have one. She was That's trying a to keep idea. it on the
3: down low, right? Well, yeah, you typically don't. She, she th- was using that to scam people out of uh, out of those little clickers you get from U of H.
2: That's right. Yeah. Well, and you typically don't want your date to know up front at the beginning that there will be a charge at the end. <laughs> that usually sets a different tone for the whole experience. That's
3: right. Yeah, that's that's not what you call the date. That's those are not dates. Those are not dates. Not dates, Dad. What?
2: Never mind. <laughs> Moving on. I know. No, wait, he was upset. <laughs> no. he, he looked he looked generally lost and confused.
5: <laughs> stay with us.
2: Don't sundown. Stay with us here. Uh, uh would you, would you uh, did you do anything fun this week?
5: Oh well, yeah, sure. I played Star Wars the whole time. <laughs> I could Star Wars, Wars Galactic Conquest. So which for those came who don't out, know like the, the 90s.
2: <laughs> <laughs> dad <laughs> is retired. Uh so he chills at the house most of the time. and just hangs out and uh plays computer video games.
5: I have to conquer the world, but you, uh, you I would have been very successful. You today. have a
2: very strong obsession with conquering the world. Pretty much any time you it. walk through the door, he's attempting to conquer some planet or galaxy. Or That's world right. That
1: is but completely Wookies accurate But the Wookiees are failing
5: me miserably The Wookiees aren't working out for They're you? They're not working out for you What me. game
2: are you
1: playing right now? They're not right working what, what out it? for you It's an
5: episode <laughs> I don't know what episode But it's the, I'm trying it's to be the Wookiees And uh, I can't get past level 2 It's so sad <laughs> 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 Dad, oh, I, I better, okay. I better
3: hear that you're playing on like expert difficulty. No, I'm yeah. playing on easy. Oh. He's <laughs> he spent his entire <laughs> life playing playing risk and strategy In games, video and games, like,
2: and the Wookiees. Well, those and, games he's play. put
1: I uh, probably thousands of hours into these games, more than
2: thousands, right. he's probably Put like millions, uh, at least.
1: Still, uh,
2: still haven't conquered so the high, world. Huh? Huh? No, don't don't worry, not Dad. even like a small county. <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'd be lucky if I conquered Conroe, if I'm lucky. <laughs> So this is this is his declaration. He's con- he's attacking.
2: Yeah, right, con- out, Conroe. Con- con- I'm coming your way. I'm coming your way. I wouldn't be too worried. Would con- be <laughs> world Conqueror Marco Santa Anna
4: um, Me and my Wookiees are coming your way. This animal collection rolling
2: at a neighborhood near you soon.
3: <laughs> Fiercely, that's right. Hey. Watch out for the one the one foot curb. No, but I, I, do, I
5: do I did accomplish something uh, yesterday. Was I went 24 hours without sitting on my wheelchair. Hey, all right, there you go. There you go. Ooh. okay, Ooh. all right. Yeah, Twenty-four hours. Mm-hmm. That's pretty impressive. I was, because I,
2: I sit in chairs with wheels all day long, and sometimes if I'm not on wheels, I I fall asleep. Hey.
3: <laughs> you fall asleep on
2: wheels. I was going
1: to say, uh, <laughs> does that really that stop change. you? That's, that's right. true. If you don't, if you don't know Corey, he can fall asleep like anywhere, anytime. Okay. Almost, uh, what's the word? Uh, narcoleptic. I will, almost narcoleptic status. I will like for certain
2: be the person sleeping comfortably through any sort of apocalyptic scenario. Like every time the survivor group stops somewhere and they're and they're reloading and they're eating and they're trying to get rest. And everyone's like, oh, I can't sleep. We've been through so much. I'm the guy in the corner snoring by okay. the campfire. That's right. He's I like, is, the, is it my watch? Because I'm not going to do it. I'm going to sleep. Somebody, somebody take my It's watch.
3: It's almost instantaneous. He's like, hey, Nico, can you give me some yeah, water? Yeah. And then he'll, I'll come back and he'll be like. <laughs> you'll be having <laughs> a conversation. <laughs> and no, and literally. Around. I
1: remember when we lived together. It was like, I, w- I remember one night I was talking to you. We were sitting on the couch. And, like, mid sentence, you fell asleep. And, like, your eyes were closing as you were talking. I was like, this is insane.
4: So, well, that's
2: how boring a conversation is. With no, you.
1: You, you were talking. <laughs> you were the one talking.
2: Right. And it was everything I could do to power her through. And I was like, you know what? Screw it. I'm pulling the plug on this now. This She's going to reply and have some sort of story for me. And I, I don't care. Because I'm asleep.
4: All right. <laughs> sure cory sure
3: i also Good. like to just declare seacrest out and then just just go to sleep uh we were taking a no, trip yeah, we were taking a trip to austin or back from austin we were at a hero clicks <laughs> event and uh cory progressively gets angry and angrier the, the more that uh our buddy donald was driving us and he's the, yeah because the you're we telling go, the
2: story wrong the the story is told incorrectly at this point so on the way up to austin we stopped and got breakfast we then play like a five hour event, correct? Yes, About yes, five it was,
3: hours. It's a long time.
2: Then when we leave, Donald's like, I know the perfect place to eat. Granted, we're all starving at this point, because for breakfast we had like packages of peanuts from a gas station. So um, like Limon Peanuts. Yeah, your weird Mexican peanuts. You thought <laughs> you were driving. <laughs> <There> <laughs> a is okay? So he, he he named this place that he wants to go to. So we Home drive slice or something. thirty minutes. Home in, slice yeah. is
1: awesome.
2: So we drive thirty minutes into Austin. To get it, to get it, it's on South Condo. Except, except at this point, it's now it's been like six hours, so I'm starving. I, it is it is past lunchtime. It is now dinner time. I missed a meal.
1: Corey is in hangry threshold. I am
2: at hangry <laughs> Defcon three. Well, the place is packed because it's Saturday. The place is slam packed. Line around the building twice. There are people who are merging into lines. Like you're never going to
3: get a piece of pizza at this joint. <laughs> Unless you uh, just just punched everyone in the face. Right? right,
2: yeah. Unless you drove through that crowd to get to the pizza, it wasn't going to happen. <laughs> so then he's like, oh, well, I guess we'll just go somewhere else. Well, then we pass like a Wendy's and a Jack in the Box. And then there, everyone's like, oh, well, let's try and get something a little different since we are here in Austin. At that point, I lost it. I I, I just yelled. I was like, ah! And then I was like, no, no, I'm not going to freak out. I'm not going to ruin the trip. It's been a good day. So I just tapped out. I said, you know what, guys? I'm hungry. I don't want to talk to anybody. crust out. And I just literally I rolled over. I said, "Wake me <laughs> when we get somewhere." And that was it. I was out. And so, uh, Donald so, definitely was like, "Is he serious?" And Joe was like, "Yeah, he's pretty hangry.
3: Just, <laughs> just leave it alone." So um, we keep driving for at least I don't know, like another twenty minutes.
2: See, I
1: would have murdered. One of the almost, three of them would have
3: been almost, dead. Already almost half an hour, and we were literally just just keep going. There's nothing. The <laughs> yeah, because once, yeah,
1: once you leave the city, there's and, uh, nothing in between. Joy,
3: right, and
2: they just kept driving and driving.
3: Joey so. turned to me, and he goes, I want Mexican food. And we come up on this little, like, shack place. Yes. And it was Mexican food on... Totally, he was like, "This is exactly what's going to happen."
2: And it was, it was actually really good Mexican food and super cheap. Super cheap. But I really. swear to the Jesus, if they driven another two minutes, and you I would have woken up green and giant and just smashed every <laughs> in the car. Flipping,
1: he probably would have killed us. All. Cars.
2: Right. And the silly part was, like, they kept driving past places because they were like, oh, "I don't want Wendy's. We're in Austin." Like, guys, it's a city. You can you can just you can you can have whatever you want wherever you want. It doesn't yeah. matter.
3: And then we drove out of the city and there was nothing.
2: And then there was nothing. They kept saying, oh, well, we'll just stop somewhere. We'll just stop somewhere. We'll just stop somewhere.
3: And then there was nothing. Nothing. Like, when I say nothing, like, you know how you're, like, taking a road trip and it's just, like, cornfields or just sand? Well, there was cornfields,
1: hey. Just sand?
2: Yeah, you're right. We could have stopped and had corn. <laughs> That's right. And then a murder.
1: <laughs> Popcorn? Everyone. Lots of, lots of murders happen in cornfields, don't they? <laughs> Based on the movies.
4: You Based on the movies. You said it was also,
1: pop- aliens... So it could have been a great trip. You could
5: have set up on fire. That popcorn right there, man. I don't think oh, I Oh, the, the corn. That's I could have
2: right. set the corn on fire. Oh, so I, I thought you were talking whew. about oh, yeah.
3: oh. So you just could have lit yourself on fire. Even right. one of your arms. Easy. Right.
2: <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's well. not who I would have lit on fire at uh. all. The corn would have been just fine. So so that's, that's, that's a little bit about me when I get hungry or uh, sleepy. Or um, both. I turn into giant baby Huey. And I smash everything.
5: You turn, you are a big game. Listen, <laughs> listen. Aww.
2: We're not gonna have the DLG take over, be ruined by the DLGs thinking they're funny. Oh, you people yeah. are not funny, I'm the funny one. Sorry. I'm the funny one. <laughs> I'm the talent.
5: Oh, oh, oh Lord we You wouldn't be here without me. Now. I'm Do the you captain. Need a
2: Look at me. I'm the captain now. <laughs> Where's the uh, speaker bars? Joey, please come back. <laughs> so he's a you. monster. <laughs> he's, he's been beating us. He won't feed us either. Please help us. You'll you. eat when we're done. Um. So what else has been going on? Uh, obviously, Dad's no good at Star Wars. Yeah.
5: No. Uh, okay. I've been, uh, I've no, been wait,
3: really no. uh really into this YouTube channel called a Primitive Technology, where it's literally just a guy who just makes like tech makes stuff like the first man would, and it's so entertaining. I don't know why.
4: Make
2: stuff like the first man would?
3: Yeah, like he like he uses like rocks to break to break tree logs and then uses the tree logs to make charcoal.
2: Oh, I see what you're saying.
3: Like how like how how the first how how the first people would make and use tools. You know, I'm
2: glad you brought that up cuz it's something we haven't gotten to talk about yet on Nerd Thug Radio here. This is a Nerd Thug Radio exclusive. A first, a world premiere. Um those uh doomsdayers, the weirdos who yeah. like oh. uh I man, I, I, it really makes me uncomfortable because it's a really negative point of view. First off, because yeah. they're essentially saying, We're "Listen, gonna die. the world's going to end within the hour, and uh, I want to be ready." Like, I get that there's a level of like optimism there that they're going to survive whatever it is that happens, and then they're going to be ready for the yeah. next thing. But at the same time, it's sort of like, "Aren't you going to miss McDonald's?" Like, do you really want the world the to world end that bad?
1: Is ending, and you're like. What Mike about McDonald's?
2: McDonald's? Yeah, I'm just. I'm a little worried. Like society has has pampered us far more than we really think it has. Oh, for sure. So when these guys are like, "Yeah, no, I'm just gonna live in my bunker and watch satellite TV," and then I've got all these MREs, and I'm just gonna. I, I bought two thousand rounds of ammo. I'm totally ready.
5: Speaking of that, I just got an offer today. Somebody sending me a the NRA. three day supply of survival food. Yeah. yeah
2: so so literally MREs, but three days. Uh-huh.
5: That's I know. That's so so all that's- you guys are gonna be starving for three days, and I'm gonna be eating good.
2: So my understanding is
5: really? – I'm not it's sure same, MREs are good. It's yeah. the same people that keep sending me those, those knives. Uh, <laughs> eight, now, so, no, eight knives. So
2: we do have something we need to discuss here. Dad um, has – I'm going to call it a bad habit. It's not really a bad habit, but it's a bad habit. He, he makes a lot of like just kind of weird random charitable donations. He gets something in the mail. And he's like, oh, that looks like a good cause, and he sends them a little bit of money. So what's happened now over the years though is now all these people just send him these random free gifts in the mail. Uh, and now he's starting to get like knives and apparently MREs so right it's, it it's like escalating it's taking a dark turn yeah it's like escalating now eventually it's going to be like guns and pet dragons hey, and they're going to be I'm like I'm
5: for my gun just right we, <laughs> sent you, from we sent a you we sent you this
2: 22 caliber we sent you this, this <laughs> small 22 caliber hand no, pistol no.
5: <laughs> I, I hope you completely
1: <laughs> free yeah
3: <laughs> free of charge thanks for donating yeah guys. I just
5: got an NRA uh, raffle thing for 15 out uh, outlaw guns, and I already go to Dad. We in. looked
2: at that flyer. Those guns aren't outlawed.
3: I know. Also, why. the NRA sends you a uh, bullet thermoses. The that's only right. reason you hey. ever donate to them—that's kind of fun. But I haven't donated to
5: the NRA, but they they, they want me bad. bad. <laughs> <laughs> tell, tell as, them as them long you, as that, they keep sending me free stuff,
4: else okay. I can but you realize yes. what
2: that means? Like, there's a lot of metadata in the universe, and what that means is they've evaluated Dad, and they said, "Listen, he gives to this and to this and to this." Which means he technically should be giving to the NRA also. That's right. Hey. Why isn't he donating to us? I don't know. Send him the bullet thermos. I don't hit, him know. With, hit him with a the bullet thermos. See what that does, boys. Send him uh, five time,
4: tactical one knives. Time, I
5: started. I, I donated twenty dollars to a Indian school, and boy, those Indian people keep sending me stuff. And, and get, now he's chief.
1: We get uh, yeah. We get dream catchers we have and at at least socks, and keychains. We, chain. we got crazy. Like a, have you guys used crazy the dream amount catchers? of? Uh, no, we sell them on Reading the streets. cards? I would. I'd hustle them. I literally those give them to everybody. Yeah. The dream catchers?
2: Yeah. Like,
1: you,
4: sure, take it. You we gift the
2: gifts? <laughs> yes. Yeah. We we'll yeah. sell them. Put the little Indian kids to work, <laughs> <laughs> indirectly Terrible. turning the Indian reservation back into it's the like sweatshop in the 1800s. Understand,
1: I never understand where they they send you the thing like right like they'll send you the socks for the child and they're like, "All right, now send us money and the socks back." For yeah. the kid, I'm like, why did you send me the socks
5: it's to
4: in make the you first feel place? It's, well, it is. it's you to money. make you. No, no. Well, it's they
5: send you money
1: yes, yeah, the other or they'll send, you, send you a nickel, and they're like, donate, and you're like, what?
5: No, no. send me the dollar back, or send me the two dollars. Uh,
2: someone sent me a check for three dollars, and they were like, this may seem silly, but if you donate it, just this check back to us, we could make. I know. We could we could save, and they were like, I don't know, a seal or something. I'd I'd deposit that three dollars. <laughs> I don't, I don't
4: yeah, forget the
2: seal. I'm down three bucks. <laughs> I need
4: three
1: dollars so rent. random. Like like, yeah. I don't seal understand doesn't the have logic a bank of that.
2: I do. What's but, the seal going to do with the you check? You
1: don't know
2: that, Corey. Uh, I know all about seals. Banking seals. Banking seals <laughs> don't exist. They died in the
3: 70s. <laughs> <laughs> Man, there was a dark times, dude. Yeah.
2: You know who killed them? The Wall Street. The Wall Street. The Wall Street killed the, the banking yeah. seals. The banking seals were going to make a move, and they were going to buy out Wall Street. They were like r r r r r r r And they
3: were like, "There's another letter after Mike, r." Mike? Right. And they were like, they were, like, <laughs> they were all sold.
2: And Richard Gecko was like, "Greed is good," and then he killed all the seals.
3: That's,
2: uh, hey. Blue, kind of an unfortunate. Blue event. Star
3: Airline. Blue Star Airline. What is happening. Uh Victoria. It's called comedy.
2: Yeah. Have you never seen? It's It's really not called comedy. It's not even funny. <laughs> it's pathetic, really. Have you never seen the first movie Wall Street? Michael Douglas, Charlie Sheen. No. Charlie Sheen shows up and first words out of Michael Douglas' mouth, I think, are greed is good. He goes in this huge rant about how it's okay to be capitalistic and evil because it helps people in the long run. He starts buying companies left and right, and he takes them apart. That's what his company does is they, they acquire weak stock positions, exploit them, break the company up, sell it for pieces. And then Charlie Sheen accidentally destroyed his dad's company. Oh. Almost. He found, out, he, he found out it was weak, but he thought they could turn it around if it was just managed better. So he negotiated a deal between all the unions, got them to all agree to the buyout. Michael Douglas is secretly, though, already shopping the pieces of the company against Charlie Sheen. Mm. So they buy the company, and then all of a sudden, or when they go to buy the company, the stock price is like at one number. Charlie Sheen breaks SEC rules and regulations. And inside trades and works all of his contacts and raises the price on Blue Star Airline to an extreme number that Michael Douglas can't afford. And Michael Douglas gets angry. Charlie Sheen gets arrested for insider trading and then turns state property witness against Michael Douglas. All of that so that Shia LaBeouf can make a a movie called Money Never Sleeps 20 years later. With Michael Douglas back in it. Oh my gosh. Repris- reprising the same role.
1: So Michael Douglas never slept that whole time. The whole time. <laughs> Money never sleeps, Michael
2: Douglas either. He looks it though. He looks pretty rough. I think he's had throat cancer like four times, so I don't know if I'm supposed to make really fun of sad. him or not, but. Yeah. Uh, Best he looks- which is Michael Douglas? Yeah, he looks pretty rough.
1: Shrug? He looks pretty rough. I would too if I didn't sleep.
2: Right. Because Money
3: never sleeps. 20
2: years. Yeah, it was like, yeah, they remade the movie like six years, or they sequeled the movie like six years ago.
3: That's how you do it though. <laughs> had
2: James Brolin in it.
1: They're running out of ideas for movies. That's why.
2: Well, I don't uh, think I don't run out of movie ideas for movies. I'm okay just, with I'm okay with like, sequeling a movie from the '80s. Like that's kind of a different idea, um, as opposed to just remaking them outright, which is what a lot of um, them are doing. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm that's saying. True. Like they
1: just doing a lot of like remakes, remakes. Right.
2: Like, if you come back and you say, hey,
3: what happens if these guys have kids and something new happens? Okay, well, at least you're... Yeah, but you also get really bad sequels like Fuller House. That, that
1: was... I was literally just about to talk about it. It's awful.
3: It's, it's like, the cringiest dialogue and, like, the worst it's part awful. of everything. Well,
2: okay, but you gotta remember, like, you guys are both too young for this. True. No,
1: I watched Fuller House, like, every night. No, 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 no,
2: Full you House. What? Full yeah, Full House. House. You're too young for Full House. No, no, I
1: legit watched Full House every night. That and the Cosby Show.
2: That was
3: her life.
1: That was my life as a child.
3: On her on her ten by twelve TV.
2: I have no comments after this. <laughs> but the full house was cheesy on purpose because that was like the nineties Friday night. It was the uh Family Matters. Uh Hey, do you yeah. think there's any coincidence there? Family Matters was about a black family and now Black Lives Matter? Do you think that they knew that was gonna happen? Do you think they were
3: Do you think they were setting up for that? Yeah. They like they were like, Alright guys, we're gonna put modern family and not modern family, oh my god. Wow. We're really getting wow. the names right today. Oh, <laughs> right. <laughs> we're such professionals. I, I tried for that one. You're fired. I am. Yeah, I was fired already. Yeah, I just came back and this, you guys never said This, this is things. termination number two.
4: Like four. Uh,
2: but, I don't know. But yeah, so essentially what, you know, it was Full House, uh, I think Blossom, somewhere in there. That's another channel. Oh, yeah. The T- but it was the TGIF lineup. Thank God it's Friday because we're silly and funny and carefree in the 90s. And those, those, car, those shows were all terrible. They were awful back then. Uncle Joy would do like 30 seconds of I impressions. I loved it as a uh, kid. Uncle Jesse would sleep with everyone and somehow it was way okay that Uncle Jesse's yeah. just banging his way through San Francisco. Just left and right. Uncle Jesse and the Stingers hanging out with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Banging his way through every female that walks through the house with the exception of all the 18-year-old friends. I don't buy that. I don't buy that. Uncle Jesse banged all the full house friends.
3: This is not okay, Uncle Jesse. Uh, please arrest this man.
2: Right, yeah. Papa Uncle Danny should have been watching Uncle
3: Jesse. So, yeah. so, so Fuller House was just destined to fail from the beginning.
1: Well, the people watched the whole thing, and like they were talk, they talked about it for like five seconds. Everybody was like, the, all the anticipation of Fuller House is coming. Fuller House is coming. Fuller House is coming. And then it was nothing. And then you heard nothing. Well, everybody watched I, it, but right. then you that's heard. Why, no, that's why. That's why you like never was, heard
2: anything because everybody watched it, and it was pretty terrible. It was it was I just,
3: I just think of like I
1: a, saw like eight minutes of the first episode, and I was like, no. But all the no. chicks
2: are way hot, though. I do want to say that all those girls grew up to be
3: smoking. Yeah, smoking doesn't mean the show was any good, though.
2: But you know what's weird though? I got, um,
3: if I remember correctly, I heard it got picked up for a second season. That's so strange. I don't know why they would ever do that.
2: So I was a
1: little disappointed because like Netflix always comes out with really good like right. their own original Netflix original, stuff. Yeah,
2: yeah, the the original, original stuff content is really always really good,
1: and it was terrible. Terrible.
3: I think I think like I they think, the, think they they were trying to market towards like hey, remember when everyone was a kid and they used they're to watch the yeah, show? Yeah, that
1: nostalgia is very like big right now.
3: Right, and and that's so like that's sort of your market. Of to you're you exactly the market. Right, you were supposed to love it,
1: and I hated it.
2: You were supposed. to. To love it.
1: Well, don't, don't always no. do what I'm supposed
3: to. <laughs> Welcome to the Penguin Show. We only do penguin impressions.
1: <laughs> I gotta go.
4: All right. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah. yeah. playing the music. We're right yeah. out of here. I would go
1: to at that Outro.
3: <laughs> and, and outro is playing. Don't worry, guys. We'll catch us later on uh, Nerd Thug Radio. Stay tuned.
2: Yes, when we come back, we're actually going to talk uh, Suicide Squad and movies in general. We're kind of touching on it here, but... I've got some interesting things I've been noticing about some movies that have come out here, and uh, and then always we gotta we got a, a weekly three coming up. Weekly top three, a weekly top three, and then we're gonna we're gonna have some fun with some uh, with some wrestling, some old school wrestling. We're gonna talk some wrestling here in the fourth segment. So stay tuned, Nerd Thug Radio on IRLoneStar.com. It's DLG Takeover. Hey, you listening to the podcast? What do you think so far? We really like doing it. Hit us up on facebook.com backslash nerd thug radio with your thoughts. Uh, keep in mind, we're live every Monday from 1 to 3. Check us out on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're everywhere. Nerd thug radio, talking nerdy to you. Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Hey. What's going on? So, everybody's enjoying the DLG takeover so far. The New World Order. No, 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 new, new World Order. No, they hate us. It's, Core it's Dlg official. as always. Uh, we've got a uh, frat boy Nico here. Frat boy Nico confirmed. And then we got Tricky Vicky here. Woo. It's tricky. And then it's tricky. Completing the, the Dlg takeover. The head El, of the clan. El, El Papa Dlg, the head
3: of Papa, the Dlg. That's right. A mob boss. Papa Smurf.
1: Mob Bob.
5: Somebody's got to keep him Mob Bob. He's
3: Mob Bob.
1: <laughs> mob boss. Yeah. My
3: bad. Next time you, you go to a mob boss and you go, hey Mob Bob. He hey Mob Bob. <laughs> Three angry Italians.
1: Rob. I could technically call you him. You can't call him. No. You can't
3: call a guy named Robert yeah,
1: also they kind of... I think, <laughs> yeah, you can. No, they, Bob? When they're officially... Yes. What do you think Bob is short for? Yeah. Bobbert? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Right. That's>, yes. <laughs> that
2: part is correct. However, when you're officially inducted into the mafia, you take an Italian name. Oh. That's Corle- why a lot of these no. people have like these like weird titles like Corleone and things like that. They're not really Corleones. They they assume... I mean, well, in the, movie, are, they are. Are, in the right? movie, Godfather, they are, but in well, modern New Italian. York... Right. It's true. Right. in the In the modern New York mafia...
1: Did you know we're actually connected to... Uh, the Mob? The Mob?
2: I, I, You know, I've told people this before. Nobody ever really believes me. Uh, yeah, yeah. But we are. And, uh, the, and b- no one has LaGuardia. seen them again. Right. We, before we go <laughs> too far down this road, we are Nerd Thug Radio. We are on Lone Star to IRLoneStar.com. More thug than you thought. <laughs> more, more thug than you thought. We, we nerd are Mob
4: th- Radio. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Turns out the captain, Joey Savage, absent today, he's the nerd at Nerd Thug Radio. <laughs> Hmm. Uh we will soon be broadcasting on FM radio 104.5, 106.1 sister stations. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh in the meantime though, we are everywhere. We're on Facebook, we're on Twitter, we're on Instagram, the unofficial official page joeysavage 15 right? We are on Facebook and and, and Twitter as Nerd Thug, radio. Nerd, at Nerd Thug Radio, We are quickly and rapidly preparing and building a website. We are. That will very Nerd soon Thug be radio up. Dot com. We've already reserved the address, so get off it. Um uh. Um, and then also we uh, we built Stonehenge. I don't like
3: to brag. I try to keep it on the down low. We used our time machine, traveled back in time, put the rocks there, and we left.
2: Right. The moon Said rocks. Nothing.
3: Yeah, the moon rocks. They're from the moon.
2: <laughs> They're from the moon. Those are those are some moon rocks. That's a spicy meatball. I don't know where that just, like it. It just like it.
3: <laughs> And we dropped the ball. Yeah. Oh, well, we, we
2: took yeah. the ball um, and we dropped it. He but,
1: tried to do a Joey transition back to the mob, but all he got right. was meatballs. All I got was meatballs.
3: <laughs> but so,
2: keeping in line with that mob, the mob mentality. Balls. Oh, see what I did there? We're rolling mob the Suicide mentality. Squad, which by the time you hear this, it was out all weekend. Everyone went and saw it probably twice. They ate some popcorn. They sipped a soda, and they had their thoughts. Now. We actually, because of the structure, the way we do this, we haven't seen it yet. We will all see it, but we have not yet. And right now, well, without we'll giving away you, any spoilers uh, we'll come back or anything,
3: to you next week, yeah, because then by then we're we'll giving you a week to watch it. So
2: now I do, yeah, we do want to give you some time to go ahead and see it. If you're one of those guys who watches movies by yourself during the week, because nobody likes you, <laughs> um, so, you so you. It's
1: way cheaper though. Yeah, like, it is. Kudos way cheaper. to you. So much cheaper, so and it's <laughs> so, much so cheaper. nice. It's so nice. Movie theater no by our house. There. It's five dollar for like you go between four and five. It's like five bucks awesome what
3: yeah and then there's the four dollar popcorn refills oh, so right, so yeah get and then you get
1: all year you get four dollar popcorn it's it's freaking bomb it's awesome
3: that is awesome buy annual
2: buckets annual buckets so a little little trivia here when we walked in the studio rotten tomatoes was trending suicide squad at a 33 from the critics wow that's rough by the time we got here to our second segment it's dropped to 27 percent. uh the word on the street is not good uh, is, people are are not. They're bashing it. The reviews are coming in very weak. Um, however, the counter to that is the stat next right next to it. It says uh, Tomato Meter twenty seven percent. People who want to see ninety
3: seven percent. So people want to see it. They just the the rotten the reviews that have happened so far have just been awful. I've been awful. So critics not feeling the Suicide Squad. Uh,
2: Vicky, you're a you're probably the target market in a lot of ways, without being a dude, but otherwise you're probably the like the exact target market. Third you're right not age. a comic book person. You're the right age. You're a spender. You're a consumer. What? Like yeah. that you're that market. Um what are what what are you seeing on the previews? Are you excited?
1: I mean, I'm excited. It has like a few like, you know, they've got like a few big names like Harley Quinn and The Joker and you have like those like catchphrase people but y- there's also characters that i have no idea who they are tattoo man like the fire guy it's and tattoo will man. smith i don't even know who Dead what Shot. their names are and that katana chick
3: katana <laughs> literally <laughs> katana oh, okay. that's not very hard That but like easy.
1: explain can you give me because uh, i know you guys are the nerds of the family Ooh. but Ooh. ouch right. throwing, throwing no yeah. <laughs> but, but on i really like uh, all i star. know com. about the movies is- yeah from the previews, where the ladies like, all right, it's like essentially the government, and they're saying, okay, we're going to set up a team, right? You know, because superheroes could turn on us, and we have zero preparation for that. So true, true. let's make a team, make it non-optional, and we'll have them so, put them to use.
2: So if you've watched The Arrow at all, no. um, the Suicide Squad already exists in that universe, and so does the character of Amanda Waller. Um, what they what what the Suicide Squad is. Uh, And a lot of times in the comic books they would call it Task Force X. Suicide Squad was just the title of the book because that's what the villains referred to it as.
3: Which is a great name, by the way. Um,
2: Essentially what happens in the comic books, in a world of superheroes and supervillains, the government still has things it wants to do that it doesn't want to talk about. For example, in the news today, uh, it's come out that more than likely when we got our hostages released from Iran, we may have paid a four hundred billion dollar debt that was uh, in legal litigations with Iran.
1: Four hundred billion dollars.
5: Mm-hmm. Four hundred billion dollars in for, cash. Four hostages.
2: Was allegedly exchanged for four people in Iran. There's all kinds of news and innuendo and story and all sorts of different sides to it. And you know the White House is publicly denying it. What happens to these things is there's always some shady dealings that goes on between governments. There are some for things sure. that happen back door. Um, there are some things you want deniability on. Uh, the movie coming out, uh, War Dogs, kind of yeah. plays on oh, that yeah, yeah, yeah. with Jonah Hill and right. That so the idea guy. is sometimes you want to arm some rebels and some insurgents, but you don't want to literally hand them an N sixteen from your army cache because these guys may be your enemies tomorrow, and it'd be a little embarrassing if they're fighting us with U.S. serial numbers on their guns. So you work a middleman. True. The Suicide Squad is basically that concept in comic book form. You take villains you place them in situations where if it succeeds they get time off of their long lengthy sentences for all the horrible things they do in the comic books and if they don't want to participate that's okay there's a bomb in your neck and we can blow up your head um
1: okay sans bomb would you do it
2: if i was a villain yeah uh if my option is to sit in a gel cell or do something heroic
1: but you're a villain
2: Right. That's the problem. I, I don't... Is these guys aren't exactly known for making the big sacrifice. They're not exactly known. Remember in Avengers when everyone you was ego telling... me gets in
1: the way? Exactly. Like, and now comi- it's going to tarnish my reputation.
2: Well, and in the comic books, that's something that plays a big part of it, is like, a lot of these guys, they don't want anything to do with it, and, they're, and it's it's do or die for a lot of them. Because uh, if they don't do it, they die. Right. <laughs> and so Jack Flagg is like the American special ops guy who runs this unit in the field, and basically he is God to them. Like, he determines whose head blows up and whose doesn't. So... He's out there making calls left and right and, and running the plays and telling people what to do. And if they don't like it, kablooey. Um, now, Deadshot, in the, in the Arrow universe, he already exists. He's a white Russian hitman. Um, in the comic books, he's a white guy named Floyd Lawton. Uh, the one weak spot he has is that he does have a child. He um, a daughter, yeah. He has a daughter. Uh, sometimes it's a son. Uh, sometimes it's just a kid, like not Depending identified at all. But he has a kid. There's, there's an offspring somewhere that he keeps an eye on from a distance because he knows he's a dangerous person and lives a dangerous life. So he doesn't want to get them involved. He doesn't want them involved at all. However, a lot of his money winds up in bank accounts that get – it's for the kid, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, he doesn't care. His name is Deadshot and he doesn't care what happens to him. But at the end of the day, he wants to take care of his kid. His kid. Um, and so he's a bad guy. But he's he not doesn't really... care. Well, I mean, he's a bad guy but for good calls. yeah. Um, so Diablo Diablo is like a mystical, fire-wielding villain. He's fairly new. There's an Indian dude in there who shoots off a little arrow, rope gun in one of the previews, and flies off. His name is Scalp Hunter, I believe, and he actually hangs people with nooses. Jeez. That's what he does. He just uses nooses
3: and remember knots. That, remember that really terrible horror movie that was trying to put their Whoop. villain as like the same level as like Jason? Freddy and, and Jason, yeah. yeah.
4: The new face
3: of horror okay. is this movie. Johnny has his noose. Uh.
4: Johnny's
2: nooses, or something. Yeah, it was that as well as that movie did. That's about probably as well as this guy does. If he makes it to the end of the movie, I'll be surprised. Uh, Killer Croc is a really cool character. They're probably going to
3: combine he's a crocodile dude. Yeah, he's a Batman
2: I villain. That. <laughs> yeah. They're probably going to combine a little bit of in the comic books. There's a there's a guy called King Shark, and he's basically a, shark. a humanoid shark. He terrorized Hawaii. It was pretty great. Yeah, and he in the comic books he regularly eats people. And things like that. So on the Suicide Squad... he Is does that
1: a- the one they did on, like, The Flash?
4: Yes, that giant that shark guy. it yeah. looked awful, but... looked okay. terrible, but <laughs> yeah. it was a TV budget yep. for a CGI yeah. villain.
2: But yeah. in the comic books, regularly, for the Suicide Squad, they, like, feed him, like, hookers and, like, people they want to make disappear. What? Because he eats people. That's what he does.
1: So Wait, the shark or the croc? The well, shark. the shark. Okay.
2: But I think they're going to kind of combine those two characters. Because Killer Croc isn't really a cannibal in the comic books. He's just the crocodile, He's dude. just like a... He has, like, a condition, and then he also is, like, Louisiana-ish. So, like, they Killer like Croc crocodiles. was like a play-up yeah. kind of of that. Uh, but it sounds like in this one they're going to kind of combine the two. And the comic book's King Shark does not play around. He People tend you. to keep a, a good little perimeter around him because at any moment he just bites somebody something or other off. <laughs> so they like to stay away from him. Not um, going to work
1: for that guy anytime well, soon. And,
2: and that's the problem. When you put a bunch of bad guys in a room together, the idea is that it doesn't work. So Katana is actually a good guy okay she she's got kind of a weird story her husband was like this great swordsman he dies and I think it's supposed to be her fault somehow and she kind of curses herself and tries to kill herself by committing a uh, where they you know they mm-hmm. put the sword in mm-hmm. themselves and they kill cut one themselves one. open uh, but the husband's spirit stops her and the, his spirit is in the sword and now and it
1: like collects the souls right, right. something yeah like that. so
2: now yeah. anyone she kills he collects their souls in the sword
3: uh, so, does that give her any, like, cool powers?
2: Uh, no, but, like, she talks to it. Hey,
1: how's it, it going in cause there?
2: Because her husband's in it. So, like, she speaks so to the soul. So, what's her sword.
1: husband doing with these souls?
2: I don't...
3: That
1: part I'm is unclear sure he, to me. Could, it's just... I, is it just for, like, cool points? Um, oh, I collect the souls of the dead. Like, it sounds cool, but, I'm pretty but, like, sure he just has them in, like, you a little mini-fridge,
3: mini and he, like, just well, snaps
2: on them. <laughs> Right, yeah, like, well, what do you do with like a bunch of Beanie Babies? I mean... That's none of no one else's business, you know. What <laughs> I I'm was saying? gonna say, do you know what, what do I'm you saying? do with as your? As long hands. as you leave the tag on, it's still valuable. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, so <God. laughs> probably the same idea with the souls.
3: He just keeps them in a little fridge inside the sword and he opens it up and takes a little right. snack snack souls.
2: Now obviously who's the gonna be the snack. runaway star here is gonna be Harley Quinn. Obviously. Uh, For sure. Margot Robbie is She's killing, killing it. this. It. She's in killing the previews, it. she is just obliterating this. Um most recognizable name in comic books right now. She's already like the sexiest woman on the planet. Already. She's Before she been was doing even doing a Harley lot Quinn. of
1: movies lately and I'm like, dang, girl."
2: Uh, she was if you she's ever She's gorgeous. She's gorgeous. And she's if you ever want to just fall in love with her, just put in a movie and just be like, "I wish I could marry that." Watch Focus she was in with Wolf her of and Will Smith.
1: Oh, Focus.
2: Focus with her and Will Smith. Uh, they're con artists? Oh, yeah. And it's kind of a it's a game about con artists and con arting. And it's a really... It's a it's a fun movie to watch because you're like, oh, what's going to really happen? Oh, who's going to con who? Uh-oh,
4: uh-oh, uh-oh.
2: But it's also... Uh, she's just... In that movie, you're like, holy crap. Margot effing Robbie. Um, and then, yeah, she's in Wolf of Wall Street and obviously...
1: She was in Tarzan, too. She's a
2: bombshell oh, in yeah. Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah. Just an absolute... Got a wit. Holy, <laughs> holy smokes. Um... So I do want to actually I'm glad you mentioned Tarzan because that brings us to the thing awful. I wanted to talk about the worst about. movie ever. Didn't
1: make any sense. The visuals were really cool but that movie didn't make. So you guys no saw it. They basically they basically
3: turned Tarzan into a slave story? Okay, so you guys saw it. Yes. All right. So who wants to give me the rundown? So uh All right.
1: So Tarzan was in the wild. Yes. This is like it's like post-traditional Tarzan story, right? So it's talking about like what happens after Tarzan goes back to of Europe like with Jane.
3: Tarzan the sequel.
1: Sort of. People version. So it's
3: it's Tarzan. Tarzan starts out in his mansion from his parents, and he's back. He's been in. He's been back in his castle or whatever. So Tarzan has a mansion. Yeah, because his parents were like his parents were like super wealthy, and they're
2: like okay. We but, leave but wait Tarzan. a minute. Here's my issue with that. Before we go too. Why far,
1: would they run away if they were super wealthy? No, no,
2: no. no. I'm okay with that part. I, I mean, it's stupid. Yeah, but stupid, I'm okay but, with that. Okay. Maybe they went on a trip and things went bad. But you die. You don't come back. 7 or 8 years later your your creepy cousins coming in and taking everything. Like True, there yeah. would be no money left, and no houses. That, I'm I'm like if you guys are gone for 6 years I'm liquidating everything. Yeah, <laughs> and I'm going to Vegas. But yeah. so here's, and Tarzan was a They
5: had titles, you know, in England when you're lord, you know... Yeah, like but
2: you lord. can't come back from the dead and re-lord. What I'm saying is, you're lord. But, but no, but missing. I don't think
1: it's like... The, I don't think it's... They don't they didn't think he died because... he did, Wasn't Tarzan born in the jungle? They yeah. didn't know he existed. They didn't even know... He,
2: so, when the... That's what I'm saying is when, when lord... But then
1: you can come and be like, Right, I'm the Pepper, lost child of so-and-so. So, technically, this is all rightfully mine,
2: can't right. it? Yeah, so but already it, but, it doesn't make sense. Right, it's already, yeah, it it's already will, messed yeah, up. It already doesn't make sense. Because Lord Pepperdillo and Madam League. Salt... Have yeah. been missing for like fifteen years and someone at this, else no, was their land like twenty at
3: this point. Right. Because Tarzan came back when he was already like an adult. Right. Yeah. And by the
2: way, terrible casting uh yeah. for, the, for the guy from True Blood to be Tarzan. I
5: did not uh, like that. With his CG hands. Well may, maybe the wife. He had an, was an awesome body though. One. Because he married...
1: Yeah, because she was like a professor, or a professor's daughter, and then she became a professor.
2: So maybe maybe it wasn't. Oh, so, so maybe it's Margot Robbie's money. Yeah. Or yeah. maybe it's okay. also
1: like their mo- money together from yeah. teaching yeah. stuff. Okay,
2: because... That makes more sense. It was not very clear and also so
1: we missed the first all. five minutes also.
5: I don't know, because teachers lie. don't really make that money. No way. Yeah, but
4: she's, I don't know. she's <laughs> an English, she's an English but professor. But they were talking about, <laughs> like, they were <laughs> like, a,
1: like a, almost like a national kind of deal like whole european-wide yeah, like they Ill- would travel and right. talk and whatever. the
3: great white ape yeah. coming so, home yeah, yeah. right
2: I so gotcha.
1: anyway it was like
3: it was basically like a like they had um i saw samuel,
1: yeah, in samuel it. jackson yeah
3: samuel jackson comes in and he's like i, I was so confused
1: a, when i saw samuel jackson he, he i was like what is like, like, hey, he doing in this hey movie?
3: tarzan uh he's a cia he, operative. Op- op- yeah.
1: he works with like the u.s government and he's like trying to get a meeting with parliament or something cause something shady's going on in africa oh and he's what? like trying to figure out like oh so this is like a- he's like tarzan you're my ticket in they won't let me in but if you're there they'll let me in if i'm with you he's like all right i'll do it also
3: tarzan was in contact with other people there was a- he came into uh, another african like village and like grew up there after a while after he was best friends with all the animals what yeah, yeah.
2: no
1: all of this so far and it was and that was the village that jane supposedly grew yeah, up in the, the, the like beach, it uh, was real weird real all over the okay, place okay
2: so here's my first issue this sounds like it's league of extraordinary gentlemen times 10
5: yeah it's kind of uh, that yeah it's like bad. and that
2: it's was a terrible good. movie so there's no way that's there's no way this is so this movie's terrible right this movie's it's real bad awful. the
1: movie made zero sense but the animals looked really cool
3: yeah the visuals were
2: neat the
1: visuals were really cool a, but it was
3: like a there, there's one scene that i really liked there was a, a, a fight scene between uh i think it was tarzan and like one of the like old tribes like a rival tribe like tarzan killed his son because that kid killed right. his gorilla so, mom
1: yeah that the, <laughs> so this african tribe is all over the place This african this tribe, african tribe the they're, right of they're passage like
3: just to kill a gorilla and so the rite of passage, he kills the gorilla, and it was Tarzan's gorilla mom. So Tarzan beats the kid to death with his bare hands, and then fights his dad later and on. And then
1: his dad now has a rivalry against Tarzan because Tarzan killed his son, but his son killed Tarzan's mom. Okay, are
3: you ready? I'm gonna read.
2: I'm gonna read the movie it's very info plot. Okay. Confusing. So it has been years since the man once known as Tarzan left the jungles of Africa behind for a gentrified life as John Clayton the <laughs> Third. Lord Greystoke. See, yeah, I told you. With his beloved wife, also, Clayton Jane, was the name of... at his
3: side. Clayton was the name of the bad guy in the first movie.
2: So now he has been invited back to the Congo to serve as a trade emissary of Parliament, unaware that he is a pawn in a deadly convergence of greed and revenge, masterminded by the Belgian Captain Leon also, Rum.
1: that was a horribly developed villain, by the way. Yes. Well, anyway, continue. is that the whole thing?
2: I mean, it says more, but who
3: cares? Blah,
2: blah, it blah, was bad. blah, terrible
1: movie. The main, the main movie. villain
3: was a super creepy, like... Well, here's
2: the thing. They were banking
1: off of visuals and name. That was it. Christopher Waltz,
3: Christoph
2: Waltz, is one of the best character actors in movies right now. So if you're going to put him in your movie, you've got to let him eat up like 30 minutes of screen time, no matter what. So if it's developing a villain, so be it. However, with a crap movie like this. There's nothing he can do. Yeah, what do you mean? What is is he supposed to do? Lord Greystoke? Is that really what Tarzan wants to be called? (laughs) He fought gorillas and he came up with Lord Greystoke. You know what they would call me? (laughs) <laughs> that's what i would make everyone in the world call me
3: yeah and, in, in and if movie, anyone kind
2: of got it wrong i'd correct them oh no 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 no! do it again do it again <laughs> do it again or i'll gorilla punch you do it again yeah and uh, yeah, like
3: was... in the movie he was he was still he was still like super jacked, and his hands were all weird and cg because they're like gorilla hands that, was, that doesn't
2: even make sense dude, why would he's... his hands have altered
3: because he's like oh,
1: because, because he, he walked, walked on the on they walked on the knuckles oh. like the
2: gorillas so i mean it kind of made sense
3: and then it was like, oh, yeah, that makes uh, sense.
2: Anyway, on the tomato meter, it got 37, 35%. More wow. than Suicide Squad. More than Suicide Squad. And I can the tell you. That movie scored, was a train wreck, though. The audience scores 67%. That's so we all agree that that's a pretty terrible movie. Awful. Just awful. Don't watch that um, movie. Don't buy it. Last weekend at the box office, it did $2.5 million. And right now, it's trending better than Suicide Squad.
3: This is painful that's to hear.
2: How bad mm. is Suicide Squad? That's that's what I want to talk about here. Or <laughs> <laughs> is it like about.
1: so much hype that people are just like, like such super set disappointed?
2: So Like no one's expecting super anything. Super set up, high
1: in. expectations. So
2: these yeah. previews have been amazing, right? Ace, like every time a preview comes out, like it's that the... always
1: is concerning though. Like when a preview is it? shows that's too what I was much.
2: Well, see, but I don't think it's shown too much because you, you don't get to see anything. You pretty much have seen the same ten minutes over and over and over that's again. True. They're in the jail, and Margot Robbie steals a purse. Right. I mean, that's all we know. That and Captain Boomerang opens a beer.
1: True, they had that. And the, one guy, and the yeah, one, guy one guy wants
2: water. Yeah, that one guy wants water. <laughs> I like this guy.
1: It's a good uh, idea, honey. It's, she says something like yeah.
2: that. So, so basically, we know very little. We've seen very little, but what we've we don't seen know is cool. we don't know what the villain is. So that means that the only ten minutes of what that movie we know is cool. the
1: villain is Joker.
2: Is he? Because oh, that's true. Because we the Kara Delvine, uh, Delvine, Delvine, who's also just beautiful, just heart meltingly. She's got creepy she's ghost got beautiful power
1: brows. Yeah, she does. Feeling it. She
2: does. Also, her Instagram is an amazing follow. Don't look at it at work. It's, it, it'll, you'll get in trouble. But it's awesome. Uh, she, not a shy girl. Shameless plug. Not yeah. a shy girl. Um,
1: at Cara Delevingne. <laughs> yeah. At Cara <laughs> Staring Or Cara. At, staring, I think it's Cara. What?
2: Staring at Cara Delavine all darn day. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Anyway, no. she plays a character called the Enchantress, who in comic books sometimes is a big deal and sometimes isn't. I saw. And you see almost nothing of her. I saw the a little previews.
1: character preview of just her. And she had the coolest transition. She's in like the the office where like they're I guess interviewing the villains to be part of the team or something. I don't know. It doesn't explain. She's in this office, right, with that main lady okay. who's Amanda setting Waller. up the squad. Amanda, Amanda and so she like basically calls the enchantress up, right? And she has her hands on the table. And, like, the Enchantress, like, holds her hand from underneath and, like, flips it around. And then she's, like, transformed. It was super cool. Right. I was like, that's is a, really cool. It's a
2: big deal because I saw it's actually – like, oh. it's like a – it is. It's like a possession. It's so not cool. really a superpower.
1: Yeah, she just, like, tapped into it and it was like right. – then it became – she became She loses her.
2: control and the Enchantress exactly. takes over. Yeah. Um, And so really she's cool. kind of the perfect character for something like the Suicide Squad because that's a force you can use but only a limited bits – because if things get out of control, you got to blow up her head. So, that's uh But, yeah, so I don't know what's going she's on. Had, and actually, she's also had,
1: like, zero dialogue in any of the in, previews. In any of the
2: previous. And I don't know. Uh, the Joker. So they've done a really great buildup of the Joker. But from what I've heard, I heard on the radio the other day that he really only shows up really, in like, in the last 20 to 30 minutes of the movie. What? So what that may mean is that what we think is going to happen is it's not, not going to happen at
1: all. And maybe that's why people are disappointed.
2: Right. Right. That could be because the previews are presenting one thing. Who knows what it's actually going to be? When was the last time you were? You know what? The Matrix. The Matrix was the last movie I could think of where you saw so little coming in and then coming out. You were like, "This was so much different than than what I thought I was going to." Remember, because everything was like, "What is the Matrix?" You're too. Yeah. Do you remember?
1: I remember very vaguely though. But it
2: was like what all the previews were just like what is the Matrix? And then you would see like a scene and you'd be like, "I don't." don't, I have to know what, what is the context? Like what is happening? Yeah. And so this movie, they've shown almost nothing and they've paired it with great music and they've just And the
3: music's been good, and
2: too. And pretty
1: big like big name actors. These are
2: big deal these are not small time people. And Amanda Waller is a really important part of the D C universe. Yes. Amanda Waller is the call of the wall. This is the toughest, scariest person with no powers at all. And when I say no powers, I mean, like, no combat skills, no nothing. Like, there's nothing about Amanda Waller that should scare you. She is the scariest person on the planet in the DC universe. When Amanda Waller shows up, people are in trouble. And big trouble. Sounds like my mom. She is the enforcer. She is the enforcer, no doubt. Viola
1: Davis. I was trying to think Viola, of Yes, Viola to. Davis. She is really awesome. Yeah, and she's, she's an amazing, amazing. She's amazing.
2: She, uh, she, she... There was a scene in How to Get Away with Murder. I haven't seen the whole show, so I'm not totally sure what's going on. It's super good.
1: It's a little crazy, a little all over the place, but I love the twists and turns and the... The corruption goes so deep and it goes so far back, it's really There's great. a
2: really interesting scene in the first season that I called. I, I was at a friend's it's house awesome. and she was watching it and Viola Davis comes what home. Is it coming back? And she basically like takes off the wig and the makeup and mm-hmm. the hair and just like strips down very bare. And like as she's going through the like the reverse of how people get ready for TV, like you watch her like take the layers off and it was a really interesting scene. And then she asks this crazy question. I don't really want to repeat it here on the radio, I'm gonna leave it alone. But she looks at her husband. And she asked him this crazy question, and I saw two minutes of it, and I was like, "I gotta watch this show." So it's in my Netflix queue. At some point, I'm gonna watch it's How to Get Away Super with Murder. Awesome. You're gonna and binge
1: it's, it. That's what I and did. And it's
2: a hundred percent just because of Viola Davis. And so it's really interesting that she took the role of Amanda Waller because that means to me that Amanda Waller is gonna show up big time in the DC movie universe as things come forward. Because yeah. you gotta remember, Justice is still gonna happen. Justice League. There's something happening in this movie. Whatever it is that happens in this movie is such a big deal that the government's th- gonna trust all these villains out on the loose.
1: And do you think or do you think it's gonna be like this movie's like a setup for future? Uh, I movies. think it's gonna
2: be part setup. Whatever's happening in this movie is gonna it's gonna be important. It's gonna be relevant.
1: Well the fact that you said the Joker doesn't come until the end tells me it feels like it's gonna really end open ended.
3: Right. Yeah, and there's right. like they have like so much room to work with. And Jared Leto,
2: um, Lito. This is a super breakout role for him. Yeah, uh, like he's already kind of garnered critical acclaim for a couple of things he did. He did the Forever Man. Uh, he's done some kind of some other movies that are really interesting. This though, this will be the thing I think where now he's known after this. Yeah. Like for Heath Ledger.
3: People knew who Heath Ledger People was. People knew he, who he was when he took the Joker. But no one like was like, uh... uh. But no one was like... Everyone was kind of weird when it was right. like, Right, uh. everyone... It was a weird choice, and, and... And then he was amazing.
1: But then he killed
2: it. Right, and after that, you... you and then he died. Anytime, was- anytime you were like, hey, here's a hard role, in your mind, you're like, well, just give it to Heath Ledger. Just give it to Heath Ledger, because he's obviously the greatest actor ever. Um, So I think... I think Jared Leto will have that power after this, where someone will be like, man, I mean, how do, who do you even cast? In the- Jared Leto. It's going to be Jared Leto. I think... I think this Joker is either gonna—it's either gonna make him or break
3: him.
1: I was gonna say either that or it could go completely the opposite way, he and looks, people are he let looks, down.
3: He looks really fun. And I'm not gonna lie—he's kind of like the more—he's kind of almost like a like like Jack Nicholson, but like more like a twisted. modern right, like yeah. a modern clown. Yeah.
2: Yes, I, I I think I'm hearing that he's more thug than than the other Jokers, but I think people kind of want their Joker to get a little dirty. Yeah. Um so I think that's going to be kind of relevant to all of Well this. I think it's always
3: it's kind of a different with the different iterations of the uh, of the uh the different kind of jokers cuz I mean that was also talked about in the interview with uh, Mark Hamill was like the different jokers that they've had voiced like when Mark Hamill did the Joker for the um for the animated series he was like everyone was like oh it's like the best Joker and then like they did several other jokers from like the DC movies and all of them have been good.
2: Right yeah you don't
1: it's Just good in different ways. You can't yeah.
2: have a bad Joker because if you do people will know. Yeah. And they will say things. Yeah. Like, why is your Joker so bad? Yeah. Like, why, <laughs> why comparatively are you worse yeah. than Why is this else?
3: the worst Joker in the history of mankind? So let's hope he's not the worst Joker. I,
2: we'll, I don't think he we'll
1: anymore. find out.
2: We will. So what do you guys think? I mean, your personal feelings right now. Hearing everything, hearing everything we talked about. I'm super
1: excited. Even my friends who aren't really big. Because even though I, I don't consider myself, like, super nerdy, I don't know all the storylines. I still like all the superhero movies, and I love action movies, and I go to... Every single one of them. I have friends that don't, and even they are excited to see the movie. My friends, like, we gotta go, we gotta go. So I think it, it, it definitely does appeal to more people, and I, I have high hopes. It looks really cool.
2: I'm excited. It looks, I think you're, okay, I think you nailed it. It looks awesome. <laughs> yeah. Is it going to be good? We Who don't know. Knows? Who knows? Who knows? My money's on DC. yes. My money's on yes. David Ayers, he did something before this, and it, I think it was one of the fast and furious movies. Mm-hmm. And these last few fast and furious movies while they've been silly have been exciting and fun to watch. Yeah, they so, really have. So so I'm willing to I'm willing to take the leap with him and these trailers have been amazing. So as far as I'm concerned, I'm 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 rolling with the suicide squad, but you know, uh, it's it's midnight opening night here. Uh
3: we're going to see it after reviews
2: great. are coming in. Does it suck? We Who don't knows? know. Will the, well, the
1: tomatoes freshen? Will the tomatoes freshen? <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs>
2: nice. I'm sure everyone hopes so because Will Smith doesn't make bad movies. Yeah.
1: Well, it's going to make he's Except make funny. for what was that movie? After Earth or something?
2: Yeah, you know. uh, that was a Jaden Smith movie. Yeah, that was. That really was. I
1: still love you, Will Smith. We're still cool.
2: Yeah, Will Smith is my favorite rapper ever. Oh, oh God. Best La La rapper La alive. Hey, he's the reason we even went I, to Miami. I,
1: I love that we you guys talked about. I love that you guys talked about the movie because I loved that movie <laughs> even though it was
4: terrible. All
2: right, guys, we'll be right back. We're going to jump out, and when we come back, we're going to top. We're going to do our weekly top three. It's top three favorite TV families. So we're going to have some fun with that. It's a DLG Takeover on Nerd Thug
0: Radio, talking nerdy to you. Stay tuned. Joey Savage here. Thanks for checking out our archives for Nerd Thug Radio. Don't forget, we are live on Lone Star Community Radio every Monday from 1 to 3 p.m. If you have any questions, just reach on out to us, facebook.com backslash Radio, or you can follow me on Instagram, joey.savage15.
2: Alright, welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio on, mon- on IRLoneStar.com You almost I almost those. did it, I almost did it, we almost time traveled <laughs> We almost time traveled Back to the year 2012, Duncan. That's right, that's right, we almost went back to the early days The guerrilla days of Nerd Thug Radio in its infancy I am Corey DLG, with me is time traveling Doc Brown himself, Nico uh, We are absent, thankfully Joy Savage. No, I'm just kidding Joy. We miss you. We hope we you come you. back. You went on a little family trip this week the Savages. We hope you
1: come back. That sounds. We <laughs> you know. Look. That sounds. You, you wish suspicious. well when people suspicious. go on trips,
2: okay? You wish well.
1: Things happen on trips.
2: <laughs> they do. They do. Anyway, Savages, enjoy your little vacation. Come back soon. Clan DLG
3: has taken over for us right. tonight. That's right.
2: You are listening to the Clan DLG takeover of Nerd Thug Radio. We are on uh Facebook, we're on the Twitter, we're on Instagram. As also, I want to, want to remind everybody: come see us this weekend. We're going to be at Space Cadets. We're going to be playing some Hero Clicks. It's the so third week of the Civil War Op. The event. First
3: time I'll be playing it too.
2: Yeah, Nico's going to be out there. Joey Savage and uh, Corey Dlg, of course. We're going to be playing, and then we're also going to be uh, uh, commenting, commentating on a on a later match as well. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Come see us. Come hang out. We we want to make friends with you. We we have no friends. Please no. Friends. Please come see us. Also, uh, the twentieth is uh, Summer of Champions. Summer Champions three, three, reality of wrestling. Uh, Booker T's uh, outfit. Uh, they're on YouTube. Go yeah, check them out. He, he, they have the whole episodes up on YouTube. They also air on Sunday mornings. It's a fantastic product they're putting out there. These guys are these guys are pros. They're great. We did a bunch of interviews with them. We're gonna play one of the interviews a little bit later. Uh, it's a lot of fun. You're gonna you're gonna hear these guys. You're gonna you're gonna want to be a part of the action. And then uh, coming up after that, it's going it's to be August 27th, and it's going to be Space City Cadets, co- Space Cadets Collection Collection Con.
1: It's a lot of Cs. They the own Cs. They actually
2: make money every time you say a C word. Oh. Little known fact about Space Cadets.
3: They can't do that. Oh, wait.
2: Darn. They own all the Cs.
4: <laughs>
2: including overseas. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> They don't actually own the word C's, but overseas they own all the seas. Ah, uh, I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Oh, no, I said it again. <laughs>
2: <laughs> anyway, uh, so, yeah, it's a convention. There's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to be hanging out. I'm going to be signing people's body parts because that's what I do in my spare time.
3: Oh, is, it, is that really your profession? N-
2: no, no, it's just in my spare time. I stop people in the street and sign their body parts.
3: Is it consensual?
2: No. <laughs> frequently it ends in tasings, pepper sprays, yeah. civil complaints, criminal no wonder complaints. wonder you've such a high tolerance for that. Yeah, no, listen, at this point, I'm pretty much immune to it. I just put it on my burritos, and I power through. That's um, fair, that's fair. I, I so, Tricky, Nicky, Tricky, Tricky Vicky's here with us, as well as Papa Smurf himself, the head of the DLG clan. head honcho.
3: <laughs> the real
2: boss.
5: Hey. The real deal. The head that's honcho. Right. The Marco head honcho. Antonio de la Guardia. El jefe. El jefe himself. El jefe.
2: That which is Spanish uh, for the goat. Uh, um, or- greatest of all time, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I see what you... I, I, I thought it was just a billy goat. No, no. Because he, earlier he ate a, a cam. I saw it. I, I watched him.
4: He just, just slightly chewed Yeah, it I, was like, just I was like... I was going to correct him, but I was like, well,
2: he is the jefe, which is Spanish for goat dad. <laughs> Go <ahead. laughs> the real The real truth. I, I
5: think you better take some more Spanish classes. <laughs> what do you mean? I pretty
2: much just nailed it.
3: No, no, no. That's pretty much confirmed. I don't
5: know what you... Yeah,
2: I don't know a lot about Spanish, or history, or math, or, or arithmetic, or um... words
3: words what are words or
2: where are we right now? <laughs> is this is this thing on um but yeah so Goat dad's here with us today Don't worry um, we Daddy.
3: <laughs> before we get too off topic we're uh, we're here because it's our third segment as always we have the weekly top threes oh yeah
2: so here we go you ready you ready at yeah, three weekly 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 top
4: three
3: that
2: yeah. was my
4: oh
1: I'd also like to mention Three is a Magic Number by Schoolhouse Rock.
3: Uh, B- Victoria's been obsessed up. with that song f- for her entire life. <laughs> yeah. What's Go going on over there? Three is it's a magic, magic number. number. <laughs>
1: it's great. It's a great song. I love it. Anyway.
3: And Jack Johnson over there? It defined <laughs> her entire childhood and her adult life. I don't like <laughs> <laughs>
1: TV at school it plays a bigger part than you think. <laughs> That's true. And schoolhouse
2: rocks, I learned a lot more from them than I school ever did. Schoolhouse
1: Rock and Bill Nye. That's yeah. That is. I'm just a girl American on
2: Capitol Little Hill. Hill. <laughs> yeah. I quoted that. That is
1: American schooling right now. It's just Bill Nye. Right. And Schoolhouse Rock.
2: Have you ever seen the not uh, The not real Bill Nye Twitter account. It just <laughs> it just says like Bill Nye, and it's I, it's not really because there's a real Bill Nye, and there's yeah. just Bill Nye. And it's it's so brutal because it's like street hustling, Bill and I. It's great. There's some there's some good I think, ones. There. I think
3: there's I think there's like a group of a group of that are called like the Real, and then they're all like run by like the same guy, and they all make like different snarky comments. It's pretty great. <laughs> they have the real versions of everyone else. Well, yeah, because the funny thing about Twitter is you can you can take that name <laughs>
2: right. It's it's usernames, so your username could be Shaquille O'Neal. And then when Shaquille O'Neal wants to be on Twitter, he wants to be Shaquille O'Neal. And then Twitter, you know, they'll verify they'll, that he's the real one. Mark. Yeah, he gets a check mark next to his name, and then they'll put like the
3: real Shaquille O'Neal. Meanwhile, you could be Shaquille O'Neal and, and
1: just and everyone's following you on Twitter. Exactly.
3: <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, th- I knew there was a there's a podcast I listened to where one guy he owned the official. I think it was like Nickelback or like Lincoln Parks. Uh, he got verified by MySpace and that he owned the official page.
2: <laughs> that is awesome.
3: <laughs> and he was like, and I just ran with it and no one said anything for years. <laughs>
2: Probably because no one wanted to admit that they were on the Nickelback yeah. MySpace page of the they, first they were They were the
3: official Nickelback My, My, uh, MySpace.
2: Right, and no one was going to correct it. Oddly enough, not even Nickelback. They were like, <laughs> was hey, Nickelback you
1: know what? just like, hey, can you tell the MySpace guy to yeah. post that thing? Like yeah. uh, We don't have a MySpace guy. <laughs> when did we no, hire I, that guy? I thought... I thought we did. R- we really? verified, right? He's doing
2: a great job. <laughs> <laughs> I love the page.
3: <laughs> so let's get into our actual top three instead of rambling about uh, Nickelback here. I don't, uh, I don't know. Bands. I mean, I could, do all, I could do all day on Nickelback. Oh, well, yeah, but.
2: Oops. How I the look. hell we wander around this? were we able e- to see the
1: signs that we missed? It's not an episode of Corey Doesn't Sing.
2: That's true. And terrible 90s singing is like my thing. That is like, it's that, great. that is
1: your era. I feel like it when really I is, think of man. grungy 90s, I correlate with like you and like baggy jeans, you have no plaid, idea.
4: Yes. those weird little All of flat those shoes. Awful.
1: <laughs> and I was such
2: a, Braces. I was such a, like a like, when I was a kid, I. I, I had a big personality, but I was such a nerd loser as far as, like, I didn't I didn't have a sense of, like, you what were... visually looked cool, because I loved comic books, and so, like, well, I would go to school dressed as Wolverine if they would have let me, but everyone else was like, you can't do that, and I was like, whatever, I'll just wear whatever you want then. So, like, my mom would put me in whatever was cool for that instant. So, like, I went to school dressed as Kurt Cobain. For a little <laughs> while, I had, I had like, the parachute pants of NC Hammer. <laughs> yeah. Like, my mom had no shame just dressing me up as whatever was, like, the thing of of the time so like now when i go back and look at photos there's (laughs) one where i'm in all white like a white jean shorts and a white t-shirt and it's got like looney tunes on it and i'm wearing white shoes and white socks and i was like mom how obvious was it that i was dressed by my mother like (laughs) like how obscenely just sad is it watching like going back and looking at pictures well there's no way i wanted to wear that so okay (laughs) thanks um but it's probably because like now that i'm an adult I, I I've inherited dad's sense of fashion. I could sit around in shorts forever. And t shirts. Forever. I, 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 shorts I've learned,
1: and t shirts. Dad has T shirts older than all of us. I know. Like combined. Probably. I have
2: memories of those shirts. <laughs> like that's how far back some of those shirts well, go. I like,
1: and there's a lot of shirts that we have like that he's worn, that I've worn, that my mom's worn, that like we've all worn. They've
2: made it through the family,
5: <laughs> yeah. At different times,
1: sh- it just passes through all Shout the different out to closets. The hot shots that Why throw existed them away when somebody
2: years? else can use them? Well, and the sad part is, you take better care of your T-shirts <laughs> than I do of things that I love, like my car. <laughs> like right. these T-shirts have somehow made it twenty plus years, <laughs> and then, like
3: they're like not even the logos like right. even cracked or anything. Right, the collar is still logo. intact. Yeah. Like,
5: and I don't even understand how that works. I, I mean, still have my nineteen ninety four World Cup T-shirts.
4: In condition we, probably. When I can.
5: Yes. Right. Those shirts are thirty one years old. <laughs> no, sad.
1: Dad. They're twenty-one years old. Ninety-four. That's when I was born. You don't even know how old we are. That's okay. I'm
5: sorry. Hey Victoria, when did your thirty-first <laughs> birthday
3: happen? Yeah, yeah, my thirty.
1: I didn't know I was thirty-one H- already. Happy thirty-first. Hey, and that
5: was math my that
2: was thirty. My thirty-third birthday. No wonder my students
3: struggle. Will be September third. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we, we, well, we established that. Dad, Dad, your uh, your students struggle because they didn't speak English, and the tests were in English. Let's speaking, be clear.
3: Speaking that's of so uh, so our family here, let's, let's do our top three uh, TV families because yeah. we are the big happy family ourselves. So, uh, Corey, you want to start us off off? here? No. Absolutely not. No. no, Absolutely not.
2: Victoria? Um, No. um, I'll go first here. So, my number three, TV families. The Johnny Quest family. Johnny Quest family? Dr. Dr. Quest. Dr. Quest. With the kid Johnny and then his boy Haji. He literally walked around with like an Indian friend. Yeah, I, that I know. What you're talk- suspicious. Yeah, and uh, they would go on science adventures where they would encounter things like the mummy and the Loch monster because that's science. Science, <laughs> and then they would they would let Johnny and Haji get into their own little trouble with their little pug pet, and the three of them would get into more trouble than the Doctor and their buddy Samson. Uh, the, the Venture family is basically a ripoff of the Johnny Quest family, and I yeah. love the Venture cartoon. But what's funny about isn't it isn't that coming back? Uh, it's actually kind of like in the middle of its fifth
3: or sixth season right now. Yeah, so. they, like, come back when they want to, basically. Yeah, they pretty much do.
2: Um, but the funny part is they basically have to acknowledge that it's an incredibly dangerous life they would live. So the kids are actually clones, uh, oh. which means Venture's sons have died, like, 40 times. That's so, then, like, they that's just so keep, morbid. They keep just recloning them and, like, accelerated growth. Like, what they didn't even notice was that their beds were little, like, accelerated growers with education built in. So, like, by the time that they were finished growing, they would come out fully grown. They've now... I don't know, season two or three, they blow up all the clones. And so now these are the last two Venture brothers. Oh, okay. uh, But every time Dr. Venture would go on an adventure with his bodyguard, Samson, he he, he would get one of his kids killed.
3: That's but so it, sad. It's so hmm. morbid, but it's wonderful.
2: It was such a hilarious cartoon. But so it uh, the, the Quest family, to me, was always kind of funny. They were like the animated version of the Fantastic Four. And it just, even as a child, it always struck me as weird... That they were bringing around their son and his Indian
3: sidekick Haji, also who was like he's like an adult, like he's not like a kid, is he?
2: Well, in the new in the remake, he's older, but in the original cartoon,
4: he was a kid. He was a kid. Oh wow! So this is in like the original extra cartoon, weird. it
2: was Doctor Quest, his bodyguard, possible man lover. I don't know what was going on there. <laughs> uh, and then Johnny Quest, Haji, and their their pug dog. Johnny Quest had a dog who was a pug. Which, by the way, those guys have, like, the worst lives ever. Pugs, as adorable as they are, can barely breathe. Like They can they barely
3: breathe. You have to clean their face or their eyeballs pop out.
2: Right. That's. I mean, that's probably
3: yeah. not true. No, it's actually true. You have to clean
2: their face you or their...
3: To... Yeah, or they they could they could hurt themselves and their eyes could fall. Oh,
2: off. okay, okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. I thought you meant literally their eyes would just explode out. Like, they're in outer <laughs> space, and, like,
3: no, the pressure
2: eyes... gets too great on their face and the eyes pop out.
3: Their eyes do fall out.
2: There. Don't don't press hard on their cheeks. No, 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 no. Oh, look at that. His left eye. Look at that. Put that back in. Put it in.
3: <laughs> like a slinky. Just like, yeah,
2: just boop, boop, boop. <laughs> and that's why I love Johnny Quest. <laughs> so, Victoria, what's your number three?
1: My number 3, I actually share with Dad and it's going to be the Adams family.
3: Ooh.
2: Yeah,
1: Adams family. The spooky ones. The the spooky, spooky, spooky.
4: Okay. All right. Yeah. It was
1: just I like the whole idea of taking a family opposite of what the deal American family was at the time you know what's really funny fun. is they
2: were actually better role models than most of the other yeah. TV families because because the exterior was so creepy and different and weird the interior could be super nuclear and people didn't notice like the father and mother were so greatly in love yeah. he, he couldn't let go it's of North her long Tisha. enough for her to walk <laughs> through the kitchen every time he saw her he wanted to just well I mean basically bang her on a couch but uh, you know in 1950 black and white TV it was polite Yeah, it was a gentle Banging on the couch, <laughs> um, but but like you know, the son was a good student. Yeah, the daughter wasn't even like the slutty daughter as like typical television was at the time. You know, you She's always had to put someone one, she? right. She was she was <laughs> normal looking, which probably meant she was the biggest monster of them all. Yeah, the more beautiful a woman, the crazier she is. Has That's... been confirmed by judges. That's just science. The Quest family confirmed that in one of their interviews. <laughs> um. But yeah, so that was that was a really interesting family because essentially what what happened was the outside was so weird. And matter of fact, the show at one point almost didn't get picked up and, and made because they were like, "Who wants to see a, a story about a bunch of monsters?" When yeah. really they were the most human people in the show, and that was kind of the point, uh, which is smart TV.
1: Mm-hmm.
4: True,
2: true. How did you pick that? <laughs> Rude. <laughs>
1: so yeah, they're definitely a fave. Plus, I number, just like the whole one. aesthetic. Of all the dark stuff. It, it's fun.
2: It was super goth, and goth wasn't even a thing yet. It was fun. Like it was without fun. Things. I loved
1: her dresses. Thank you, Hot Topic.
4: Right. <laughs> yeah. Do we
2: ever have My Chemical Romance?
4: <laughs> Where would we be? That's right. <laughs> Where would we Where be? Black would we Parade. Be? Where is it? Oh, man. Where would we Ten be? Ten year anniversary. They're
2: doing something. I'm excited. They are.
1: I'm rocking the Wednesday Adam Braids. You are right now. It's awesome. the
2: In the, in the movie remakes, featured, uh, what's the girl's name? She's, um... Mm. She's hung around forever now.
3: I have no idea who you're talking about.
2: She was in Casper.
1: Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Christina Ricci. Black
2: Snake Moan. There you go. Oh, man. do you ever see that movie? No. Nico. You, me, listen. Check it out. Okay. Trust me. Okay. Trust me. Okay. Trust me. me. I don't want to. Check it out. Okay. Black (laughs) Snake Moan. Christina Ricci. Anyway, uh, Christina Ricci, uh, she was like the perfect Wednesday in modern movie. She, like, remember? Because then they were like, oh, that poor girl. What's what's she going to be like growing up? And... She's okay. She's all right. Yeah. She's fine. She's all right.
1: It was fun. It's a lot of fun.
2: I did like The Adams Family.
1: Plus so they have a great theme song too.
2: Right. The only thing that was weird about that show was the hand. I never understood the hand. The hand. That oh, good.
1: that's true.
3: He's just your boy, The Hand.
1: Yeah, it's, it's your boy.
4: It almost
2: felt like <laughs> it almost felt like they were like, "Hey, you know what? We're not weird enough yet." Someone's like, "Chop a hand off." Throw it around. <laughs> See, box. Right. Uh, okay, okay. Nailed it. Yeah. The hand was the weirdest part, probably. It
5: wasn't that Uncle It, the one, the first Uncle one? Fester. Oh, I thought
4: it was Cousin
2: It. No, it's no, was Cousin It was the hair. Yeah, yeah. the one oh, that would okay, okay.
4: do. The Harry do it, yeah. Yeah,
2: and then Uncle Fester could, like, he could put a light bulb in his mouth and it would light up. Yeah, I know that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which meant he had cancer.
4: Yeah.
2: Oh. oh. How sad. Yeah. It was one of the early yeah. warning
3: signs. We didn't talk about that
4: one. Yeah.
2: Before. Yeah. If you're in the Adams family, get tested. Yeah. Um... <laughs> 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 on the brighter note moving on. Uh
4: Nico? Not on the Nico? brighter
3: note. Um mine is the uh the family that rivaled the Gur or not Gur, Invader Zim, the kid. Yeah. That family was so great, so their dad was like this crazy scientist that literally had no time for his children, but would like show up with like tons of money and like weird science gadgets.
2: And he was like a super scientist. Yeah, he
3: was like a super crazy mad scientist. His yeah. sister was always like so like off putting like she was always like, Oh, what are you doing? Are you stupid?
2: That cartoon was really ahead of its time. It was it was it, great. It would be a perfect adult swim cartoon now. At that time, Nickelodeon was doing a lot of crazy experimental stuff, but they didn't have like a a, a home for all that stuff to stay yeah. together like the format. So, I think it only got 2-3 seasons. I think it got 2. And honestly, if that show started today, it would it would be like 10 seasons on Adult Swim. And it yeah, would be yeah amazing. no,
3: you're definitely right. We have, we have a lot we have hot topic to thank for it's uh, it's longevity.
2: Yeah, uh, hot topic definitely embraced the Invader Zim.
3: it's like their one
2: thing.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: But and I do love me some Invader Zim though. Those were some <laughs> it was fun.
3: It also, was, it was fun. there was episodes that were really creepy. There was an episode where Zim ran around and stole kids' organs <clears> to become more human. Okay,
2: that's that's not appropriate. Um, there was one where he basically ruined his little the kid rival basically ruined his life. He uh,
3: yeah, he like he like caused him to have like accidents.
2: No, no, there was one where he there was a food fight and someone threw a cupcake at, at Zim, mm-hmm. and so he he knew it was that kid, and so he kidnaps the kid, hooks him up to a virtual reality machine. And then lets him live this great life where he's the greatest person ever and he has all these great accomplishments. He saves the world from the invader's in, uh, invasion. He becomes like a Superman super scientist. Like the world gives him the key to the world instead of the city kind of thing. Yeah. And then like he's, he's, he's married, he's got children and grandchildren and he's being interviewed for like his like life story documentary and the reporter's like asking all these questions and then he's like, one more question. In the third grade in that food fight, did you throw a cupcake at uh, your friend Zem? And he's like, "What?" And he's like, "Yeah, did you did you throw the cupcake?" He's like, "What?" I guess I can tell you now. Yes, I did. And immediately, everything fades to black, and you realize it's been virtual reality the whole time. And he, like, and, like, like his he, life. he like he had he lived the greatest life ever, and then he realized it's all been a lie and fake, well, there, and, there and there none of one. it really happened. And Zim goes, "I knew it. It was you." <laughs> and, and like the guy's like, "Everything." all of it? And he's like, yeah, none of it happened. And he just walks off, because <laughs> he just wanted to know if he threw the cupcake there, there, there was
3: There was one episode where he kept replacing stuff that he had with, like, this little toy bear. <laughs> but he he would replace it, like, in various moments. So, like, when he's, like, riding his bike, he's about to, like, like jump off a curb or something, he replaced his bike with, like, a toy bear, so he'd, like, fall and hit his face. <clears throat> basically, he kept doing that until he got, like, really injured and, like, really sick, and he's, like, basically, like, brittle, and he's got, like, he's on, like, life support. And then one time, he does it one final time, and then, like, his dad builds him, like, a robot suit. <laughs> he like tries to kill. He tries to kill Zim with his giant robot suit made by his dad. Zim's dog is what made that Grr. Show so much fun. Girl robot,
2: Grr. And he's like, <laughs> <"Wah!"> <laughs> so I enjoyed. I enjoyed Mission Zim as well. That's an excellent choice. Uh, so I guess we're back to me, right? My number two here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So my number two. Um, man, how do I want to? Okay, it's not really an official family. Um, but it was. <laughs> well, no, I mean, I guess they no, they're I mean, they're animated though. Still, I'm I just one straight cartoons here. Family Guy,
4: yeah, that, okay. that's a that's a family. It's there's a
3: several family. there's
2: several families there's, in there. Several families in there, but my favorite family is the is you know uh, the Griffins. Um, hey, a pretty pretty Griffin here, and <laughs> it's always so much fun because well, obviously that's the basis of the show is that it's a lot of fun, obviously. But Brian is such like the depressed <laughs> wannabe. Yeah.
3: I remember when they killed Brian, and everyone's like, "Oh my gosh, guys, he's actually dead."
2: And then Stewie time travels and saves him.
3: That's so. So that he could. I don't know why that was such a big miserable. deal. Like, I feel like that was
2: because that's actually kind of a defining moment for Stewie. Stewie is essentially a heartless homicidal maniac.
3: Well, no, I know that. I'm just saying, like, not not the fact that he did it. I'm just saying the fact that everyone thought like Brian was off the show. <laughs>
2: well, yeah, because dogs die. That's what happens. Dogs die. Not not Brian. He
3: saved
2: dogs by the die. time.
1: Cartoon dogs don't ever have to die.
2: Yeah. Listen, I know that Pug and Johnny Quest makes it, but it should not have. <laughs> it should not have. Okay, let's you put be real Yourself clear. wrong. Yeah. Um, Vicky, what's your number two?
1: My number two um, is going to be the Crystal Gem family from Steven that's, Universe. That's my number
2: one. Oh, that is such Ooh, a good man. I was thinking about that show coming I, up here today.
1: Me and Nico love that show. We have a new episode to go watch tonight. Oh. On the Beismith episode, the 100th episode. Woohoo! It's so cute. They do so much with like it's like a ten minute. They're like ten minute episodes, and they do so much, and they touch on so many different it's, issues. And the characters are they're all like really racially developing. D- they're all they're all like, like diverse.
3: It's a it's a character it's where it's, like it really fun. goes through like the facets of life. No,
2: it really like, does. Uh, it's a really unique cartoon for those who don't know. It's called Steven Universe.
1: Yes, yeah, Steven Universe.
2: Is it called, like, He Saves the World or something like that? No, it's just Steven Universe. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I've seen it where they put them all together in order. I've seen that, like, that... that On Cartoon Network, I've seen them do that a couple times, where, they like, it's one long block. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I've seen other times where they break them up into the ten-minute segments. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... If you ever catch the show, it's it's you've got to watch it in order to really understand what's going yeah. on. Yes. Yeah, uh, which Cartoon Network doesn't do you the favor of leaving it in order. They air like favorite episodes all the time. Mm-hmm. No, but um, they
3: they do they do um, more recently they've been doing like marathons. Yeah, where, like they'll play episodes. But that are I think it's because they're building
2: up for an, for uh, another batch of episodes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so season you're actually about to be finished. this season. is this is the time to be hearing us and then checking it out. Um, Steven Universe, it's a great cartoon. I do recommend everybody watch it.
1: It's super cute.
2: It it's it's but it's also you're right. It develops and these it, characters. It tells these interesting stories. You
1: see a lot of develop, and there there are things that you can see even though it's in this different universe, and it's right. like this like it's oh, like, it's, it's, it's kind an of alternate. About,
3: like, it's almost like an alternate history. Like the crystal gems in the show, have actually like influenced the entirety of history. So like things are different. That's like, kind of cool. New Jersey's just Jersey now. <laughs> it's really cute, and
1: there are things that they they apply now. So you see like a different. Maybe like un, what is it untraditional? I guess yeah, you'd say sure. untraditional family kind of yeah, it up. It's not dad. a nuclear family where right. it's like mom, dad, kids, dog. You know, which it's is not... a really
2: big deal for a long time in any in any TV show. If they showed a family, it was, it always... was traditional. Yeah, and now now it's... here only in the past five ten years have we really started to see different kinds of families. different kinds of families.
1: Yeah, and Stephen actually doesn't even live with his dad. He lives with the gems. So it's like these three female characters and then the, but his the, dad still comes in the dad is still part of his life a is, big part of his life and he's yeah. with his dad all the time he always applies it's his just, parental
3: authority because they don't always make the best decisions
2: well yeah because they're gem creatures
3: yes
1: and not people so they also
3: are immortal basically so like they've been here for like hundreds of years i want to be a gem creature yeah
1: and steven is half gem half
3: and it, person he's a he's a he's a human gem hybrid
2: right because steven's dad was a smooth man who yes. made it with a gem lady it's mm-hmm.
1: true.
3: A very powerful
2: gym lady.
1: Lots of lots of breaking stereotypes, lots of interesting. Family also he's dynamics. got his little his little
2: friend is like uh the little Indian girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: and it's also really diverse for sure. Like, and
2: like her parents are like one's a doctor.
1: Yeah, they're like super traditional and yeah. there there's even an episode where Connie, the the little Indian girl's um, she's spending a lot of time with Steven, so their her parents are like, well, we need to meet Steven's parents. Like, right, I what remember are they this episode. Like? And so they... <laughs> the fusions show yeah. up. Yeah. And so they, all the, 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 gem, the gem moms, as you kind of would say, they uh-huh. all fuse into one And it's like, like a one 15 person. Foot
2: tall giant creature yeah. that shows <laughs> up.
1: They're trying to be normal, and um, it ends up, you know, well, well I guess I don't want to ruin the episode, but it's just funny. So you kind of see that in comparison to like a traditional family kind of... They, and Steven's both got a big have heart. The, same goal. the thing, yeah. the thing yeah. that's
2: really cool about the show is Stephen's got a real big heart. Uh so he like he he tries to just embrace everything. It all it all fits in Steven's world. And in his mind it all works together.
3: It's true. And so I, I do
2: like that show. I really do enjoy that show. It's one of the better made cartoons that are out right now. It's super
3: great. It's probably one of my it's probably my favorite all time cartoon. Just being like just flat honest. It's just like really great. My
2: all time favorite cartoon. We've done top list before. But the one thing I always think about that I always come back to is Ronin Warriors. That's kind of interesting. Uh, they were samurais with magic armors. It had nothing to do with crystals at all. All right. Um,
1: so less exciting. Sorry. So
3: less exciting.
2: Also, I'm sorry. The- maybe you <laughs> know the part where I said samurais <laughs> with magic armors. Okay. Next, next family, please.
5: <laughs> yeah. Bobby? Well, uh, I hate to say it because I don't want to date myself, but uh, I like the Robinson family on the uh, Lost in Space oh, a million okay. years ago. So Lost in Space, the Robinson family. Yeah, the Robinson family. I have I no idea I love what that, that is. robot they
4: did, a terrible Robinson yeah. they did a terrible
2: <laughs> remake of that show <laughs> yes, they a did. few years back. Uh, they made a movie uh, starring uh Hot Friends Commodity Joey. Um he was like the cool pilot. Um uh, who was the girl? The girl I was uh,
5: But I was in I love that girl, that that young the, the daughter, he was, she was so cute. I liked her.
2: Ah, uh, yeah, she... Okay, Dad's yeah. got a major crush. Well, they, they took a bunch of, like, TV shows that were out, and they pulled those, like... The little girl, Penny, is the girl from Party of Five. Remember, it was the Fox show where the parents died, and so the five kids raised each other. Um... That was, it was a great show. The creepy thing about that show was the other scientist, though. Yeah, Dr. Smith. Dr. Smith was a creepy dude because he always volunteered to hang out in the shuttle with the kids. Like They, kept, they were lost in space. So the premise is they get lost in space, literally. Yeah, right. So they're trying to find a way to go home. So every time they would come across something, they're trying to explore it to get a clue so about they where they are in the galaxy.
3: They picked a direction and they flew into it.
2: Right. So they need to find a way back home. So every time they come across a planet, they're looking for star clues. Every time they come across a ship, they're looking for star charts. But always Dr. Smith... It was always like, "I'm gonna hang back with the kids here. It's totally not weird. It's not odd at all. Don't worry about it. We'll see you guys Don't later. Worry. Bye." I'm gonna shower both if of them. He though. was not weird. <laughs>
5: Ooh, he was a troublemaker. Not all right.
6: weird.
2: Yeah, right. the the robot definitely saw some danger. Right, my there. Yeah, Let's my kick last it ones. in,
1: Spitfire. Last, last one. The last
5: the last ones
3: here. Uh, the Smith family uh, from Rick and Morty. Yeah. Uh, or the Sanchez family, Rick Sanchez.
2: The, the the Rick and Morty, oh boy Rick.
3: <laughs> the Rick and Morty is just like a it's a
2: crazy show because you never know what you're gonna see next.
3: You're never know going to see next. It it's also a great representation of a, just a dysfunctional family,
2: right? A modern dysfunctional family. Also, the episode where they killed all the alien parasites. Yeah, and it was like if you have if you if you don't have unhappy memories of them, kill them. And so like the the family survived because they had all these. Great unhappy memories of each other, and
4: was, they're like, "We're all that's left."
2: <laughs> we're all that's left with the
1: true family. So they,
2: they're stuck looking at each other with all their sad memories of each other, like, like all the hmm. like, ah. "We're all and that's they, left." And they killed all the happy thoughts that they had because they were a <laughs> secretly alien parasites. Yeah. it's so it's so dark, but so funny, and it's a it's perfect. A, it's a great show. It's if a perfect you ever get a snapshot it, it's of wonderful. the Wicked Morty. Is what that is. Um, so this kind of go ahead and do your number one because I'm going to finish with mine.
1: Okay, my number one is totally Bob's Burgers. Yes, Bob's totally Burgers. Totally Bob's Burgers. I love that family dynamic and like I don't know how practical or sound this is, but like I would totally model my parenting skills in the future <laughs> after um them because it's just even though it's it's very like not a tra- like not it's dysfunctional, untra- right. but it's yeah. It's very it-
2: non-traditional, but they're very loving. And they, they just they let the kids be the kids, be
1: themselves, and it's great. And I love uh, Linda; I think she's my favorite. All right, she, all right, she's my favorite.
5: <laughs> Dad, what's your number one? Uh, the people, the, the Modern Family.
4: Yes, I think oh, that show. Uh, I love that show. I think I'm in the middle hilarious. of the Modern Family right now. Like I really <laughs> do.
2: Like I feel like I'm the middle family in the Modern Family now. I could see that. Um, you know, it, you know, it's to different families Those and see everybody having to just humans. kind of adjust and embrace. And it's a great show. The show's hilarious. They do a lot of really funny bits where they just play up different things The and the two daughters are so fine too. Both oh, of them. Yeah, are they're both just, really pretty. They both are just turned yeah. into beautiful, smoking hot chicks. Uh, All
1: right, get your head out of the gutter. What's your number one? So
2: my number one. You, got you can it, bring yeah. the music up on this. My number one. Wrestling's new world order. Oh. They were. They weren't oh, really a family. Oh my
4: gosh. But they're when the official when
2: guys. Hulk Hogan and the Outsiders came to WCW. Uh, and they just took it over. They they threw up they threw up the wolf pack, and they took over all of it. And it was fun because they made their own little rules. They were against WCW. They were outlaws. And they, they were a brotherhood. They stuck together. And they took over. And they changed the face of wrestling forever with the New World Order. Hollywood, Hulk Hogan, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall. Nerd Dog Radio. The New World Order. Boom!
3: Did you hear it? That's perfect timing. Yeah, that
2: really was. All right, we're going to jump out right there. We're going to come back. When we come back, we're actually going to talk about wrestling. And we we have a great interview we're going to play you from Reality of Wrestling. Uh, So stay tuned. Nerd Thug Radio.
6: Lone Star Community Radio is Montgomery County's community radio station. And we are looking for talk show hosts and volunteer DJs for our music shows. Are you interested in having your own talk show on Lone Star, or have you always wanted to live out your dreams of being a music DJ? With the addition of Conroe's FM 104.5 and 106.1 and video aspects of our talk shows, we are needing people to grow with us. If you or someone you know might be interested, please contact us online at irlonestarcom slash contact us or call the station at 936 647 5747 for more information.
2: Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio on irlonestar.com broadcasting live from the heart of Montgomery County. This is Corey DLG. We're uh, we're going to eventually be on 104.5 and 106.1 FM sister, sister stations. stations. You heard the music, you know what that means. It's part of the DLG takeover. We've been running it all day. Wrapping up here in the last segment here. With me as always, Sidekick Supreme. With me most of the time. Most of the time. Nico Ross. And then right here to my left, she's been filling in admirably. She is the, uh, what did you say was underneath Captain? What is that? To Sergeant. Me? Sergeant. Sergeant? Sargento. Sergeant Victoria. A. Sergeant.
3: The Savage's savage substitute.
2: That's right. She, she's one rank below the Captain Savage. Who is absent On a family trip And then as always Well not as always But we do have a very special guest today We have the chief Of El the Jefe. DLG clan El
3: Jefe Master of the takeover The greatest of all time
5: El, El Head of the
3: family Marco DLG Mako Mako That's my, um, that's my godfather huh? I, uh, It's okay
2: Marco. <laughs> We're gonna make a man off I can't refuse That's right uh, So we've been having fun all day We're wrapping it up here and inspired by the music, inspired by the NWO Takeover, and in, and because we're doing Reality of Wrestling coming up here, we're going to talk a little bit of wrestling here. Uh, Dad was actually telling Nico and I some fun stories the other day, and I thought it would be fun to bring them on, share them, talking about the old days of luchadore wrestling.
4: That's right.
5: When I was growing up, I went to all the wrestling matches that I could, and I had the opportunity to watch some some very interesting wrestlers. El Santo The Blue Demon Mil Mascaras El Rayo de Jalisco Which is Spanish Hulacan for Ramirez. the rice maker <laughs> <laughs> El, El Rayo Mascaro.
4: Rice maker <laughs> <laughs>
5: and, and, and I was shocked to see I I went uh, and, and did some research On those wrestlers And I was surprised that All five of them were so much intertwined with one another They were all They partnered with each other And, and I didn't know that And uh and I was very surprised Um, as a matter of fact uh, I went through the history and uh, I found that El Santo was you know unbelievable Uh, this man had comic books he made 52 movies 52? 52 movies he wrestled until he was 64 years old wow and uh, he never he took his mask off when he retired and he shocked the Mexican world when he actually took his mask off.
2: Because he was a black guy.
5: <laughs> he wasn't Mexican. <laughs> <laughs>
2: how did he learn Spanish?
5: <laughs> no, but uh, he, um, he, as a matter of fact, uh, in one of his wrestling matches, he had a heart attack. What? And uh, apparently, Huracan Ramirez, which has somehow had some medical training, he saved them. And that, that is insane. That is insane, and this is you know that, that
2: won't happen on
3: American television.
5: Yeah, I'll tell you yeah, that no. much right now.
2: You know what that just reminded me of? Do you ever see the movie The Wrestler with Mickey Rourke? Uh-huh, I saw that. Uh, I saw the other know, day. Yeah. it's a it's a really sad movie in a lot of ways because it kind of tells the desperate story of these guys when they as they age and they live this rock star, drug addled, drug fueled, uh-huh. painkiller lifestyle. Uh, you know, he has a heart attack after a match, and they basically they perform an emergency triple bypass. and They tell him his wrestling days are done. And four weeks later, he's in, a match, he's, in a, he's in a match again at a convention because he needs the money. Uh, but, yeah, to have a heart attack in the ring, and in I'm assuming ring. that didn't retire him. And then to be saved him, by your opponent. Huh? I'm assuming that didn't retire him.
5: No, actually, he wrestled two more years. And then, uh, as a matter of fact, he went, after he took his mask off and showed the world what he looked like, and they said that he wasn't a pretty man. <laughs> and uh, he actually died of a heart attack doing an interview. And During uh, an interview Wow that's And be. he was buried Wearing his mask So there's like I was telling The story to Nico, And he said oh, So you mean There's a skeleton Somewhere with a- With Luke's mask <laughs> On <laughs> And I went deeper Into it And uh, I found out That Blue Demon Which is also One of the more famous of kind of Mexican wrestlers Kind of a rival He was He was a technician You know They're both Good wrestlers There's right. Rudos The bad guys And Technicos The good guys and Blue Demon was a rudo until El Santo beat in a in a duel. You know they were competing with a tag team, and El Santo beat El Santo's team beat Blue Demon's team, and then Blue Demon turned into a good wrestler after that. And he's another wrestler that never ever took his mask. Nobody ever saw him without his mask, and he was also buried Within with his hat. mask on. So there's a Blue amazing. Demon skeleton somewhere. And there's a Santos skeleton somewhere, and even though they were both good, tech, good wrestlers, they always competed against one another. They were always rivals.: They so, were rivals.: so And Blue rival. Demon actually took Santos championship away from him. Oh wow. And so there's a, there's a big rivalry in there, and uh, I, was, I was shocked to see a lot of those, uh, and then Blue Demon also wrestled until he was 68 years old. So, so these, these since you couldn't see what they looked like, they were you know they were old wrestlers God, there because well, you a, couldn't see their face. You couldn't being tell their names. Almost seventy age. years old, still, stepping into the ring.
1: Yeah. Just, and, and Is just Blue Demon the one that that took the different planes?
5: No, El Santo when he flew, since he didn't want anybody to know what he looked like and he couldn't wear his mask, he took a different flight. From all of his crew. From all his, the rest of the crew Oh wow So nobody could see who he was Wow And, uh, and, and no, uh, no one would know Yeah no, so no nobody anything. knew
2: Because that was sort of the thing right The idea behind the luchador Is that the mask is honor
5: It's, it's honor And you can't You, you don't can't. remove the mask You don't remove the so mask So
2: you're never supposed to know Who's under the
5: mask That's right and, that's the, and all of them have kids That continue their tradition And they're wrestling under the, El Hijo del Santo And the Son of the Son The Son of the Saint and the grandson, they was the same. It it's kept the tradition. Like, it's like a family you know? legacy. That's
2: cool. That is kind of
1: cool. But it's going to get really long titles in a while. And be like the great great grandson, <laughs> grandson of, of the.
2: Same. <laughs> At some point, you just you just you just go back a new to, name. You just go back to Santo. Oh, that's and true. Yeah. At some point, I mean, if you're like the third, you could just or you could Santo. just be
1: like Santo Five or yeah,
2: just, just Santo Cinco.
5: <laughs> and and I have a collection of all their masks. and and and, we and, have and I never realized that all of them were so connected to one another. You know, I knew they... I've seen him wrestle, and I've seen about the same time frame, but he never. You know, I never realized that they were all together. Like, I know El Santo Blue Demon and El Mil Mascaras, they made the biggest grossing Mexican wrestling movie together. And it was a big thing for... for Did
1: Mil Mascaras, because that means... A thousand masks. A
5: thousand masks.
1: Did he wear different masks? That's why they called the him El mask. Okay, God, yeah, so I was he, say,
5: You could never know what he was going to look like in a match because he, he always, always came out with masks. a different mask. That's But isn't kind of a that cool hard gimmick. to
1: make like a... Yeah, it's cool, but it's like... Yeah. Isn't it hard to get a following? Yeah, but Victoria, like,
3: there, there's, there's crazy masks. Yeah. Like, well, no, because honestly, what that means is it
2: doesn't necessarily have to be the same guy. Yeah, is it kind
5: See, of like the kind of a so Because it was. Mm-hmm. because
2: yeah. the Luchadors, because no one ever took their masks off, yeah. a lot of times there would be different people who wore the same mask. Mm-hmm. You know,
5: no, but but on this on this case, these five five guys, well, they're yeah, always but, the same. But yeah. if
2: you, but if if you're the man of a thousand masks, and yeah. you could have you could have you your could stand. have anybody. Like th- there were in WWE, there were famously two Undertakers. At one point, the Undertaker wasn't around. I don't know if he was injured or just wasn't a contract. I don't know what the, the deal was. But for about two years, they used a different guy as the Undertaker. And then the original returned. So because they didn't wear masks, though, you you knew, but they were similar. They were big. They were scary. They could still do the same moves, so it was cool. And you were all right with it. But the idea in luchador wrestling is you never really know... If it's We're the same there.
5: guy. You don't take your mask out for now.
1: That's said they even wore the mask, like when they went out to dinner, yeah. when they like everywhere, the everywhere. He, everywhere. Everywhere
5: they went, they wore, they wore the mask. Yeah. I, I guess if they wanted the publicity, right. But like, if I guess he's going low key. No, he, he never took his mask. You know, El Santo never stepped out of his house. Without a mask. Without his mask on.
2: That would be so weird because then like your neighbor's El Santo. Yeah, I know. Like that would be so... You don't
1: actually know what he looks like. Right. You just... You just,
2: you just but but your name. neighbor is literally El Santo.
1: Your family. Yeah. That's about it,
5: huh? Yeah. It's your family. And you you his, think yeah, his, son, he, his you son never, never his face.
2: Never, never took ever. it off. And, like he wore it to bed.
5: Yeah. Basically. And then, out of those five guys, there was one that actually didn't start as Huracan Ramirez. This is the, the only one of those five that doesn't really have the rights to his name. There was another Huracan Ramirez prior to him. And he changed his name. And the original one said, I don't want to wear this mask anymore. So they they chose another guy to take his place. And he wore it, And but he could never collect royalties for movies it wasn't or anything him. like that. Because he didn't have the, the rights, rights to, to the name. Mask. That's All terrible. of the other ones did. And he couldn't pass it on to his son. His son couldn't be... El Hijo de Huracán Ramírez. Because it wasn't his master. Because it wasn't his title to, to give, yeah. Wow. It was it was, pretty, it was pretty intense. I didn't realize that, but I was impressed.
2: See, that's interesting to me, the idea that they kind of were all... I mean, okay, so growing up in American wrestling, it's Hulk Hogan, Macho Man, Ultimate Warrior, um, Ric Flair. For, for a little while, those guys were all interconnected between the two wrestling groups, and uh-huh. they were always crossing over and you know when you look back on their history now when they talk about those guys you know I think Ric Flair's a 15 time world champion I think Hulk Hogan was like 13 Randy was like 10 like I mean these guys they kept fighting it was these long and they would decade and long and feuds out. and they would tag together and then against each other and then you know it's kind of the same thing but it almost adds an air of mystery to it when you don't know who they really are yeah it's a matter so of fact have their uh,
5: mask on, yeah. Mil Mascaras is uh, the only of those five he actually was inducted to the WWE Hall of Fame. Really? Yeah, he's the only one of those five. He was inducted into the Hall of Fame. That's so cool. And the first time he wrestled in the United States, he was the first Mexican wrestler in one of those big shows that was allowed to wear his mask because American wrestlers were not allowed to wear a mask at that time. Oh, they weren't allowed to be luchadors. No, as a matter of fact, he wrestled an American wrestler that used to Wear a mask, and the American wrestler couldn't wear his mask because that wow. was against their rules. of uh, the rules. But Miss Marcala was allowed to wear his mask, and there was a. So the real the real question is: Was he buried with one thousand masks? No, no, he, he it's was. like a big pile was, of them.
2: Yeah, but you know what that <laughs> Only actually. The
5: two is Blue Demon and El Santo. You know what that
2: actually means, though? That means like there's like a secret group of luchadors who make these rules, and Miel had to go ask for permission to to wear his mask. Well, and and I was right. Reading- I mean, think about it, because. To get permission... To be the first... I mean, someone had to okay it. Like, when they uh, when they tell the story of Bruce Lee... He started teaching Kung Fu to outsiders. Yes. And uh, that was... Back then, that was against the, the principles of Kung Fu. Kung mm-hmm. Fu was a secret. And he was teaching it to anybody who wanted to learn. He had to his... American. O- to Americans. To <laughs> an Americans, especially. Because he loved the ladies. Yeah. And so... Uh, but... Remember, they came and they fought him. And the guy broke his back. And then he learned... He taught himself Jit Kundo... To rehab his body. Flow like water. Uh, but Bruce Lee... Broke the rules, and the the masters of kung fu came and punished him for it. Yeah. Uh, so
3: you're saying there's like a secret, right? A like,
2: secret, secret luchador society. society, yeah, secret that makes
1: society. the rules. Yes, well, there I mean,
2: are. technically, because there, there are some rules at play. You know, you don't take the mask off. Uh, matter of fact, there were uh, they would have honor matches sometimes, and the loser would have to take his mask yeah. off. I mask, mean that was a thing that against
5: would, mask, yeah. That
2: would think, that would be a thing that came into play in rivalries a lot of times. So, so. as a
5: matter of fact, Huracán Ramirez fought El Rayo de Jalisco in a mask against Mask, and Rayo Jalisco lost, and he had to take his mask off in front of the whole public, and that was
2: That's a that's a that's a major dishonor. Mega shame. That was yeah. a mega shame, yeah. Super shame. A, yeah. After that you might as well go to Merck. Yeah. You might as well just rename yourself <laughs> and leave That's, that's <laughs> right. But uh but so to me it's kind of cool that there's like this whole society of rules and they're rule makers and there's an enforcement like someone shows up when you break the rules. That's
5: crazy. And and I was reading It takes the New World Order to another level. And (laughs) and And I was funny I was reading about uh, uh, the American wrestlers didn't like when fighting uh, Mil Mascaras because they said that he wouldn't sell them the moves. I didn't understand what selling the moves was. It's because if he would say they were wrestling and the American wrestler would his move wasn't gonna be wasn't that good of a move. Mil Máscaras wouldn't go along with the move, you know. So right. uh, make s- the American wrestler look bad.
2: And to help to help the listener at home and to kind of explain it, uh, wrestling is fake. And so what? what one part what? of a match? There are two types <laughs> of match. Um, and in a in a traditional fake wrestling match, selling is a big part of it. It's part of the talent of a wrestler to essentially make when I good. fake punch you. <laughs> You need to look like I nailed you, and it needs to hurt. You, the audience needs to believe that I hurt you. And so selling a move is a big deal. When when I when I DDT you and your head bounces off the mat, <laughs> everyone watching has to think, holy crap, did just head just bounce off the mat? Like they that they need that hurt. minute. Uh, the other way they go around that, though, some wrestlers choose to do, uh, I think it's called a shoot match, and I might be totally wrong on the name here because I'm not, I'm not an insider, just a fan. But where they actually hit each other. Where they don't hold... They don't sell the they shots. They, they hit. actually
5: hit each, other. hit
2: each other. Because one. sometimes it has to do with the rivalry. They literally just want to hurt the opponent. And then sometimes it's just the wrestling style they use. In extreme wrestling, yeah. they typically don't sell. They typically show. They typically hit. Um, but yeah, so selling is a big deal. And, and luchador wrestling especially, it's really a dance. When you watch a lot of the fights... There's, it's, 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 it's not it's in wrestling it's like one step two step three step moves where it's like okay I put my arms on your shoulder and I push down and then you push up and then I get underneath and I flip you over me in the suplex and it's like a one two three dance in luchadors a lot of times it's five six seven step dances where okay I put my arms on your shoulders then you push back and then when I come over I go to flip but then you catch me and then I spin around you and then you DDT me into the into a Hurricane rata. And so they, they had. There's a lot of setup involved and a lot of coordination. Uh, and so it's. It, I bet coming over like that was a hard thing yeah, for yes, a thousand masks because, yeah, the American wrestlers while they were legends, when you see these videos, you're going to see it's a lot of bubbas. These aren't technically probably the greatest guys. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a lot. It's a lot more. The American style was a lot more about brawn than speed and athleticism. Yeah, the Mexican And the Mexican wrestlers yeah, were athletes.
5: Yeah. They're 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 flying all over the place. They're doing some. Some crazy maneuvers. And- so
1: question. I don't know if this is a dumb question. Do they then rehearse these fights?
2: Yes. Um, yeah. A lot of times when they're crossing styles like that, where they have no common ground, yes. They will They will rehearse at dark with no one there. When they got there early in the morning, as they're setting the ring up, these two guys went out there and blocked out essentially what they were going to do. Um, for a lot of wrestlers, though, they come up through the same... Organizations, the same schools, the same mm-hmm. backgrounds. So they, so, they so they don't have they to. They know run the moves. It, you they know as know soon the as steps. you come
1: here, this is what's going to happen. Yeah. Right.
2: So they
3: can like add a little bit out of there. Right.
2: Because the ref can call the moves and they both know the three steps to get to the move. Yeah.
4: Gotcha. Uh,
2: but when you're crossing over big time like that, yeah, you're going to practice those. You practice your big matches. Yeah. But your little matches, you typically don't, unless it's literally someone you just have. Just had, kind of freestyling. You've never had any contact with before and you just want to kind of fill yeah, it Yeah, they out. just
3: have to be the best freestyle artist around. Right.
2: Um,. So, all that in mind, we jump forward now to Modern Wrestling, Booker T's promotion, Reality of Wrestling. Uh, they have their big pay-per-view. It's going to be August 20th. Yep, they got their uh, Summer of Champions
3: They're 3. at their YouTube channel. Check them out. Yeah, every
2: week they release a new episode. Every week. Um, and so, it's really exciting. They're getting built up for that right now. We're going to go ahead and jump into an interview we did with the TV champion. Joey and I, earlier this week, we got a chance to meet up with everybody and talk to a bunch of people in anticipation of this event. So check out this interview. we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about the Summer of Champions coming up. This is with Rex Andrews, the TV champ.
0: Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Corey DLG. Sitting here with the Captain Joey Savage, talking nerdy to you. We're here at the Reality of Wrestling with our boy Rex Andrews. Rex, say what's up to the Nerd Thug crowd out there.
7: This has to be exciting for you guys, right?
0: Yeah, man, it yes. really is. I mean, we're I mean, wrestling fanatics, yeah. and this is like the hometown wrestling promotion. It is, yeah. And we're getting to pump up uh, Summer of Champions 3 by uh, getting some of these interviews and just pumping it up. So we're looking forward to the show on August 20th. August 20th, that's so, right. Um, what about you, man? They just announced via social media before we started this interview,
7: last man standing match, Rex Andrews versus Brian Keith. Listen, man, this is something that's been building for eight months. I took the championship from Brian Keith, and he's just... He, he won't stay down, man. He's the, the most persistent guy I've ever met in my life. So this is the the perfect way to end it. The perfect way to wrap this up is to make him lay down on the ground and show that I'm the last man standing. That's just the way it has to go down. The last man standing.
0: So yeah. you're still the TV champion from this? Well, I'm the television champion. That's television it. champion? you got to respect the title. So are you going to... Make him submit with the uh, the arm bar of yours, that nasty arm bar, until mm. he just can't like he just flops around like a fish? Yeah. Or yeah. you got better plans for him on this one.
7: Man, this is a uh, it's a last man standing match, a little bit different circumstances, right? So maybe the arm bar is not the best uh, not the best approach, right? So you know it's this is a uh, it's a chess match, man. That's what a wrestling match is to me. You know, you gotta figure out the best way to beat your opponent given the circumstances, given what's going on. So that's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna figure out the best way to take down Brian Keith, and that's what I'm gonna do. You could just go to the arm bar on the announce table until he passes out. I could do that. I could break his arm again I could uh, oh, I could oh. yeah, I could you know send him home to his family where he can't hold his baby girl i could I could break Brian Keith's heart again, but
0: break the Brian Keith, break the Brian Keith now before we, we came here to do the, our interviews today, mm-hmm. I made a list All right. of the five guys that I would like if I had an option I, I could uh I could interview here. I'm going to show you my phone now, Rex. Okay. Number one on this list. It's Rex Andrews. It's Rex Andrews, the TV champion. <laughs> Absolutely. This is one of the, the most exciting guys. I watch the show weekly on the YouTube. Mm. DLG, he has picked up some of them. But just watching you in the ring, is it's, it's fun to watch. And I say the armbar over and over again because I've become a fan of people going old school with submission mm. moves.
7: And seeing you lock the armbar on people, whoo, boy.
4: They don't get out, man. They <laughs> yeah. don't get out. That's
7: it, man. I appreciate that. That's... um. I've trained in jiu-jitsu. I've competed under that umbrella before, and i just taken that to wrestling and being able to apply a craft because anybody can pin somebody, right? That's that's can be a freak accident. But to yeah, make true. Somebody, that's true. If make I pin some, somebody, it's clearly a freak accident. Absolutely. You hit him with, the, hit right? him with the, the quick, yeah. small package or, you know, whatever. Yeah, this guy could be the TV champ off a of pin, right? But to make somebody tap out, to make him give up, that's a whole different ballgame. All know right. Know? That's I, personal.
4: It's personal. That. I
7: buy that. Yeah. I'm telling you, man. This guy, this is the guy. The last man standing. He doesn't have a chance. Rex
0: Andrews taking it all the way.
7: That's the way it's going to go down.
4: Man. So right. it's going to
0: be it's going to be one of the best matches. I'll just say it right now, it's it's the one I'm looking forward to the most at Summer of Champions. Mm-hmm. Number three.
7: Now, now in a last man standing match, uh, go ahead and let the viewers know, or the listeners, I should say. No one watches us because that would be terrible.
4: <laughs> do you do you? Uh, uh,
7: what kind of rules are applied? Because it sounds like if it's a last man standing match, I can hit you with the chair. Absolutely. Anything goes. Anything match, goes. Right. This is it's you. You and your opponent in the ring, right? And the only way that you're going to win is you put that guy down where he can't stand up to the count of 10. You wow. can do that by any means necessary, right? I can I can hit Brian Keith with a chair. I can put him through an announce table. I can break his arm, break his legs, make it where he can't stand up on his feet. Any way to do it, make that guy lay down for 10 seconds. That's the objective, and that's what I'm going to do on August 20th against Brian Keith. you ever, ever tried to sing a lullaby to him? Just kind of. <laughs> Rocking him a little bit, yeah. Maybe ask him nicely. Yeah. Just, just yeah. lay down here. Yeah. yeah do just, you really want your
0: arms broken, bro? Yeah. Broke?
7: Listen, man, we let's, we can be we can be uh, realistic about this, right? We can talk this out. But we no. can, we, can, we can be men, but nope. no. no. This he doesn't grudge. want to be a man. This is grudge. This is a grudge match. This is something that we got to settle up. You know what I
0: mean? What better way to do it than a
7: last man standing match? Yeah, that's pretty that's intense. That's this is pretty awesome. The first one in reality wrestling history. This is uh, oh, really yeah. This be is better. a big event. Summer of Champions. You know, all kinds of new things are going to be happening here. All right. Okay. So, how long have you had the title? I've been the champion for about eight months. Eight months. Yeah, yeah. So
0: eight months. He's been the armbar champion.
7: Armbar and people <laughs> here, throwing them
0: around. Here, at the reality of wrestling. Yeah, really this fun.
7: is uh, since I came back from India. I was uh, I was training uh, wrestlers at the Great Khali School in Punjab, India. Nice last summer, and since wow. I came back from there, I've just been on a warpath. Man, anybody who gets in my way, take them out. Yeah. No. You
0: just recently defended your title. I did. Yeah. Um, against uh, the guy from the Cruiserweight Classic.
7: Yeah, uh, Arya Davari. Arya Davari,
0: you uh, took him out.
7: Yeah, no, no one's no one can get in this guy's way. That's it, man. World class talent's coming to reality wrestling. Like you said, it's the hometown show, man. But this is a this is a world class product if there is one. And uh, anybody who comes in, man, I'm still the TV champ. That's the way it's gonna go down. I like it, I'll, I'll take like
0: anyone it. anytime.
7: Anytime,
0: I'm now, I'm, his, I'm his hype man. Now, I know he I do this. He's, <laughs> been, he's, been, he's been <laughs> so
7: excited with every wrestler who comes
0: in. That's <laughs> perfect. Yeah, that's yeah, the way, that's 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 the that's the the way you man. cut a promo because
7: I'm gonna walk out here and be like, Man, you guys should listen to that show. That's <laughs> <funny."> <laughs> because this guy
0: on there, he likes me, he, he was it. hyping me up. I was yeah. number one on the list, bro. I'm pretty sure, number one on the list. Yeah,
7: <laughs> yeah to be fair, there was someone else at the top. Of it. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, I saw you texting over there when we started this interview. Was that it? No, no, no. I've had this down, okay, this down from today. I'm like, Man, I want to if she gives me a choice, I'm going these guys. Hopefully,
0: bam, number one list. I, you know what? I don't even have Gino on this list. Ooh. Not even the heavyweight Ooh. champion. Straight it's Rex Andrews. TV champ. The TV champ. But that's the bigger deal, right? I feel like that should be the bigger deal, the TV champ. It it's sounds bigger, like it's more
7: important because I like
0: because you guys yeah. are on TV. Mm.
7: Yeah, and it is a bigger deal when I'm the one holding the championship. Oh, definitely. Oh, yeah. oh all right, all right. So once we're done here with, uh, what's the guy? I already forgot his name. I don't even Brian remember. Keith. Brian so Keith. So once you put Brian
2: Keith on the ground, he doesn't get back up. Mm-hmm. What's next? You what's want next? that heavyweight title?
7: <sighs> man, well, like I said, I got the bigger deal right now. Well, we'll just hold, hold them both. The, yeah. You Let's
2: take go dual champ. champ. You can hold Become them both. You can tag team champion by yourself? <laughs> yeah.
7: Absolutely. Hold all <laughs> you the You and an arm bar, y'all tag team <laughs> champions. It, yeah. <laughs> 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 what's next, man, is always, you know, it's always is what it is. Just applying my craft and uh, going out there and doing what I do. Arm barring people, breaking people's arms, beating people down, doing whatever it is. Uh, put me in the ring, man. That's all I need to do. I just need to be out there.
0: Put him in the squared circle; he will go to town.
7: That's it. It's exciting. It's
0: the exciting. first time I've used squared circle correctly in the last three weeks. Yeah, it's perfect. We've been
2: having yeah. all. We've been on all kinds of interviews. We had a. A guy making his MMA debut, he tried to score circle for the octagon. <laughs> he's like, listen, respect the craft,
7: bro. Right, respect <laughs> the craft. Yeah. One
0: arm bar later, he learned. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, he he doesn't arm bar, he, he punched me. That's true. He just straight knocked me out. It's, it's the octagon, gun. bro. It's, it's the on. octagon. We
7: don't play games in the octagon. That's right.
0: So before we get out of here, we're going to plug you one more time. It's on August 20th, mm-hmm. Summer of Champions 3, Reality of Wrestling. Our boy Rex Andrews, I guess it's my boy, you don't even... You I mean, get, you I'm, can't get in here. Kind of you respect alone. me, right? Yeah. He yeah, respects respect him, but, but respect the armbar. Respect the armbar. I respect the title. TV title. That's TV title. The him. first ever Last Man Standing match. That's awesome. Go to Reality of Wrestling. Get your tickets before they're sold out. This is going to be the biggest match of the year.
7: That's it. Follow me on Twitter, at Rex Andrews. Watch us on YouTube, Reality of Wrestling. We're all over the place, man. I appreciate you guys having us on.
0: Yeah, This man. is Nerd Dug Radio. Captain Joey Savage. Corey DLG. King of the armbar here. Rex Andrews.
7: That's what I'm talking
0: Welcome back to
2: Nerd Thug Radio uh, Corey DLG This completes the uh, DLG takeover guys want to thank obviously Stinky, ne- Stinky Nico, Sticky Vicky Yeah I got it in <laughs> one time And Big Papa Pump himself Marco DLG You um, had a lot of fun OG DLG Make sure you check us out on Facebook.com Nerd Thug Radio Twitter.com Nerd Thug Radio again Instagram uh, if you're hot and sexy check out Corey DLG I'm on there uh, if you're if you're a guy obviously it's joey.savage15 <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, come see us on Saturday we're going to be uh, at Space Cadets Collection Collection we're going to be playing some Hero Clicks having a ball Hero Clicks is what we love that's what we like to do so come hang out with us play Hero Clicks with us please it's Civil War it's an OP event it's a big deal have fun also by that point, the Spider-Man uh, set should be released. And uh, it should be out, and you should be able to play that as well. So so come out, buy some Spider-Man, buy some Civil War, spend some money for Space Cadets because they're awesome. Uh, August 20th is going to be Summer of Champions. We're going to be there. We're going to be covering that event live as it happens. We're going to drop some more interviews as, as we come up on it. And then, of course, August 27th, come say hi to us at the Space Cadets Collection Collection Convention. And then on top of all of that... My birthday, September third—the most important day in the history of mankind. Uh, Jesus's parents, Mary and Joseph, both Virgos. That's that's a reality. Yeah, they were 100%. born September third. One hundred percent fact. Yeah, don't even check your star charts. Um, so that's it for us this week. Big shout out to everybody. Nerd Thug Radio, talking nerdy to you.
6: Thanks for checking out this production on Lone Star Community Radio, Montgomery County's radio station. For more information on this show and other shows on Lone Star, check us out online at IRLoneStar.com. If you're interested in sponsoring a program on Lone Star Community Radio and reaching the local audience of Montgomery County on FM, Internet, and TV media, please call 936-647-5747 or contact us online at IRLoneStar.com. This recording is a Lone Star Community Radio production produced by the show host and Dick Schistler of Lone Star Community Radio. Interested in volunteering as a music DJ or starting your own talk show? Contact Dick Schistler at Dick at IRLoneStar.com or by phone at 936-647-5747.